there's just so much goddamn weight on my shoulders. All I'm trying to do is live my motherfucking life. Supposed to be happy, but I'm only getting oh caught to wear a smile on my face, but there's a oh boy, yeah. There's just so much goddamn weight on my shoulders. All I'm trying to do is live my motherfucking life. Supposed to be happy, but I'm only getting cold to wear a smile on my face, but there's a demon inside. I'm back. How are you guys? Thanks for tuning in. It's Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. I got a nice little sunburn um, because, well, I'm 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 a ginger man. I'm gingerer. I'm the leader of the ginger race, and I well, I was out in direct sunlight for like it was at least 16 minutes, and now you know it's going to take me a week or two to recover. But I'm I'm working up to it. I'm trying to work up my tolerance to being outside in direct sunlight for even a couple hours at a time would hope would be ideal. That would that would that would be good. I would like to. To do that in the future. Um, I don't know why this sounds so weird. Probably, I don't know, whatever. We'll just uh, work around it. Uh, yeah, people still like the, yeah, Edry's intro did a great job. Um, yeah, I, I got to send them, I got to send them royalties or something here soon. <laughs> the way things are going. I just finished an interview uh, with uh, Pete over at Tofu TV, T O F U TV.ca. If you want to go check that guy out, he did a great job. Pete, if you're watching, uh, thanks for that. The opportunity for Morgan and I to sit there and, um, put you on a watch list. Uh, most more than anything, you're now you're on a watch list. The government will be coming to your house to um, threaten you, maybe you know, kill your pets. Um, I don't know stuff stuff that they they do. They might actually. It's more likely that they get lost and they get the guy next door and they mix up the addresses and stuff. I mean, it's government. Right? I mean, they're not. Uh... They're evil, but at least they're inept. So that that uh, that helps. Anyway, uh, great job, Pete. And if you don't know, uh, check him out. Tofu uh, TV. He's on uh, all kinds of stuff. You go to his website, YouTube, and, and everything. Uh, good, nice uh, production value. He's an old 
has a, he's a radio guy. I, I like it. I like listening to it. And I think he's going to do quite well. Keeps uh, keep keep it up. Keep what you're doing. And uh, I enjoy it. And if you don't enjoy it, you're probably fake and gay. Uh, let's see what's going on here. I got to move all this around. I got, I'm readjusting to my laptop. So I'm getting better at it. I'm getting better at it. We're adjusting. NYC bit right out of the gate. Thank you very much. Great. You're doing great, kid. Jimmy lost monkey cage, whoever you are. You're doing great. You're doing great, kid. NYC bit says one time I was hanging out with Phil and I cut him a line out of the pile. And he said, sometimes the real adventure are the piles we snort along the way. And then he snorted the pile. Uh, yes. That's, that's, so that's a true story. I've, I've had the exact same thing happened to me. That's how I know. I mean, a lot of people tell me fake Phil stories and I'm like, it's not true. But that one, I've seen that happen. That's one of his, that's one of his favorite things to say as he just, you know, yanks your entire, um, your entire pile. It's all his now. Um, you know, some people, <laughs> that's enough. It's gone far enough. We had a joke. Is it a joke? Is it foreshadowing? Is this the future? I'm like, I'm just going to be real shameless. I'm going to start selling women's underwear. And uh, right on the back, right on, right on the booty part, there's going to be a, a Phil cartoon of him snorting a line right off your ass. And that's, got, that's what we're going to sell for money. I'm going to get Morgan to model them. And we're going to sell probably at least four or five of those. And we'll probably make like $3. So, I mean, that's something we're looking into. We're going to look into doing that in the future. Dirtbag Welder, thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. He says, love the new intro, quite sums it up. I think it was perfect. When he first finished it and sent it to me, and it was like near five minutes. I was like, oh, I don't know. That's kind of long. But that is probably the best. Uh, I mean, it didn't, it's, per it's perfect. I, I don't know what else to say. I, I just like take my money. You know, you deserve. Do, yes. Great. Excellent. It's better than I, I, I. I'm speechless. I don't know what else to say. I love it. It's fantastic. I think he did a great job. Edgy D uh, TV as well. Everyone's got a TV show. <laughs> Tofu TV, Edgy D TV. I used to have dot TV, but they banned me. Um, so now it's .com again. I'm going old school. I'm a boomer. I'm an old guy. I was born in 86. All right. I'm not a boomer. I'm a, I was born in 86. Boomers are baby boomers. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. I'm getting sidetracked. Uh, how are you guys doing? Uh, Rumble, Entropy, YouTube, all these uh, places and things. Son of Yeshua. Really? He says, what's up? Thank you for always speaking out. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you for being here. If you don't like uh, any of the apps, there's always alternatives. I'm on Rumble, Entropy. I'm on Twitch. I'm on um youtube and, and other uh stuff raging as always of course go there the links to everything are there uh gary says in 86 i was driving well oh, good for you good for you but you know what i'm i got nothing going for me right now so just my, my underwear idea is the best uh, that's what we got that's what i'm going with gary so just let me have something will you you son of a bitch <laughs> blue taco says so i'm curious about the origin story of phil he says, uh, were you part of the men who stare at goats experiment? I think you may have killed the goat telepathically and inadvertently released the beast. I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm not a government experiment at this point. I really don't know. Just one day he appeared and was speaking to me and convinced me that this has always been the case. We've always been together. So I don't know. My memories beyond before the time period of that were are pretty foggy. So I don't, I'm not entirely sure what's real and what's not real anymore. I'm definitely under some kind of psychosis. I'm having a, I'm having telepathic conversation, very disturbing, dark, dark, dark conversations, uh, with a goat figurine. Now I have to protect it too, because if it ever gets destroyed or falls apart, this spirit will simply inhabit another human form, another, another, another form of something, you know, like Gozer. He's like Gozer. It's just, it's not going to be good. Just be happy. He's trapped in that for now. Um, or is each I don't know it, it could all be his doing we don't know I just try to stay out of his way uh, you know it's the best thing you can do 
Like when Genghis Khan's Mongol horde is rampaging through your countryside, just get out of the way. Just get out of the way. And and whatever's left, if there's anything left, just thank God that there's something left. You know, they found there was one chicken they didn't kill. That's all you have left to rebuild your civilization. Just be thankful. Be thankful for that. And that, that and, and then also be worried. Be, because if they have that much... Um, attention to detail and, and that much ruthlessness and 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 dedication to evil i mean that's really i mean that's just championship level you know re- ruthlessness you know i mean genghis khan's guys would would di- dis they, they would disassemble cities they would take them apart take the bricks of the wall of the just everything erase it all kill every every living thing every cow every chicken everything killed it all and disassembled every structure burnt you know that's like, I mean, imagine how tired you'd be after killing everybody after just a couple of days. You'd be like, didn't we make our point? No, I want you to disassemble the bridge. I want the, I want that windmill gone. I want every trace that these people ever walked the earth to be erased under the, under the sands of time by Monday. I want it gone. That guy, you know, so if they leave a single bird alive, you got to wonder if that boy's been poisoned. It's just a poisoned bird, you know? They probably jizzed on it or something, and you're going to eat it. Like, just one last fuck you, because people like that are just... You should just move. You should just leave. Just get out of the way and keep getting out of the way. Go in the opposite direction. Phil's coming your way. You go the other way. You run. You run away. Um, uh, Godzilla Unchained says this is the Daglon Economic Forum Police. Yeah, do you like that? You are participating in an illegal assembly. Everyone up against the wall. Put your hands on your heads. Bend over. Spread your legs and honk. Yeah, that's been going around. I put it's it's been around. Where is this stupid photo of this? Yeah, I guess. Uh, that was from uh, Jack Posobiec was, uh, arre- well, briefly arrested, detained, something today by the police of the World Economic Forum. Jack Posobiec is a investigative journalist ter- character uh, from the United States, and he flew there to cover the World Economic Forum. And it turns out they have their own their own police, because why wouldn't they? We have two strange animals battling over what appear to be Tiberium crystals from the Command and Conquer video games. I don't know any more than you do. This is just, we live in a complete, we're in idiocracy. That is where we live now. It's not we're getting there. We're in it now. We have cartoon characters as world leaders. Nothing makes any sense. Everything is upside down and backwards. There's people running around and, you know, half their head shaved and purple hair saying, you know, no sex for you, no abortions for me. And it's a 430 pound sea creature that's waddled onto the land and, and it's yelling at you about health and my health and safety as it pushes a shopping cart with 700 liters of soda and, and Doritos in it. You know, uh, it, 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 <laughs> It's a lost cause, you know, it's just over. The world is just, it's irreparably fucked. And it's just, you just got to let it sink to the bottom. It's like you're trying to save the Titanic as it's already gone, it's, it's already gone uh, inverted, you know. It's, it's completely, it's not listing to the side, you know, the, 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 the stern of the ship is, is completely in the air. It's sinking down. It looks like a Subway sandwich turned on its head and it's just going right into the, it's over. Just, let's just, let's just enjoy the, um, the screams as they descend into the waves. <laughs> together let's make the most of it that's all you can really do um dirtbag welder uh he says raging underwear calvin klein never heard of her yeah let's let's do it i think it's a good idea we can make it maybe six bucks maybe six or seven dollars it's important uh frank mack how are you doing sir he says hey we're still waiting on chapter two of the trials of tribulations of philip that's right i just, oh man i don't know if i have that i still have that written somewhere i do got to do another one i was writing a little short story book of all this tri- tales and there was one with with gary Gary Schill had an encounter with him back in the 80s. He says, you left us hanging after he lost that spontaneous road race with the sheriff. Save your undies. We'll all buy the book. I should. I honestly should. That would probably be fun. And I, I probably could probably sell a few hundred of those and, you know, pay at least three hours of lawyer fees with that. 
<laughs> CRJ says Brotherhood of Nod was a spoiler, not a fictional nation. Hmm. Interesting. So we've got more Command and Conquer friends in the house. How are you guys doing? And wow, holy shit. That's way over the top, but thank you very much. Chris Jason on Rumble, that's a very generous uh, donation of you. Thank you. He says, hey, bro, I won $15,000 last night at the casino. Here, I thought he was going to say the Kino Casino with Worski and PPP. At the casino, I was like, are they giving out money? In my head, for some reason, maybe they are. Maybe they're doing well enough to be giving out. Anyway, he says, uh, here's some beer money. You're doing great, kid. You're doing great. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Jason. Um, I'm going to start giving you guys nicknames. You can't use your real names or else the feds will come to your house. And they're going to send these big uh, lesbians to your house. They're going to have, you know, uh, going to be dressed horribly. They're going to be out of shape. They're going to be uh, bad breath and this kind of thing. And they're going to ask you, to, and you're going to get pictures of them. You're going to send it to me and then I'm going to dox them. So, you know, congratulations on your, on your win. That's great. 15,000 at the casino. What were you playing? I used to play, I used to play poker a lot, but that was it. I didn't like to play anything else that was rigged against you and poker kind of is too with the rake and everything and so on but i liked it it's been a long time i haven't been allowed in a casino because i'm a dirty uh, unvaccinated subhuman uh, piece of garbage um and that should do it what else is going on um all kinds of the usual the world's on fire um nothing good is happening uh rights are being stripped away government's taking away your freedom of speech only the tv men will be allowed to talk soon or else you're going to be fined and sent to prison or something um, digital identity and facial recognition is coming for air travel in Canada. That's great. Monkeypox. You guys know about that, don't you? The K is silent. That's the pro tip you want to know about monkeypox. It's uh, pronounced moneypox. We're pronouncing it. It's pronounced moneypox uh, for reasons unknown. And we have no idea why. This is obviously just simply purely about your health and safety and protecting the children and nothing else. To suggest that there is any kind of financial incentive at all into these, in baked into these, uh, I, I mean, that's just that would just be irresponsible and ridiculous to say. So anyway, for for unknown reasons, it's called moneypox, not not for any reason anyone can. It's just how it's pronounced. It's just how it's pronounced. Uh, war in Russia and the Ukraine and uh, China seems to be coming up. That's excellent. Why not? Why not? Why not? Just let's let's live out revelations of the Bible. Why not? I think that's the game they're playing. I wonder if they're just rich and powerful and they're like, you know what, let's just do all the things in the book and see what happens. <laughs> let's see. Let's make this let's make this god character appear. I dare you. I'm just gonna well let release the plagues. We did the plagues, the bugs, the pods, okay. And what it says here, we need nuclear war, okay? We're working on that next. Pestilence, famine, war, death. Did we cover it all? I think we're getting most of them. We're we'll just we'll just keep doubling down. Keep keep at it. No, we can we can do this, Bradley. You're my intern, and I don't pay you, but hey, dominating the globe under a psychotic death cult is not, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. You don't just get to be me. You don't just get to be, uh, you know, Jacob Rothschild. You have to, you got to work at, you got to start somewhere, buddy, and you're working your way up, so you're working. So I want you, I, we need you to get this, uh, we need you to get the get the Chinese to invade. To, we want to really bring this war up to the next level. We're, we're short about, I don't know, but by, by my estimation here in this book, we're short about at least 2 billion dead. We got to get, we got to really roll here. This is not, um, we're not, uh, we're not eliminating people at this, at the rate we need to, to fulfill our fantasies. Um, other stuff. The conservatives are fake and gay as fuck. Oh my God. I hate them. I hate the conservative party of Canada more than the liberal party of Canada. That is a, that I'm not at all being sarcastic there. 
Um, they're so disingenuous and fake and pathetic and, and weak and can't do anything that they're supposed to do. They fail at protecting or serving anything. And now they have fake smear campaigns against themselves to drum up publicity for their guy versus that guy in a leadership race to donate and to solicit money from a population who they don't represent. And they're not even going to be able to do fuck all for you. It's a leadership race. Vote for small PP. Vote for me. Vote. There's no fucking elections for three more years. And there probably won't even be. We've got the dynamic duo in there uh, competing who, who, who can get the, the more jizz stains in the, in the House of Commons uh, before this is all over and passing all kinds of draconian bills left and right and stripping your, your rights and every, just, what, what are you doing? What, what are you doing? This is just a sideshow for you to feel relevant over the next three years while you absolutely, utterly, and totally failed to stop the international coup that's taken place, but that you're a part of, that you, you know, allowed to happen because you're God, you're like, it's like watching Chief Wiggum solve crime. That's what, the, that's the Conservative Party of Canada. Chief Wiggum. That's the Springfield Police Department. Take him away, toys. What'd you say, Chief? Ah, you heard what I said. You heard what I said, lol. Um, it's terrible. And, you know, everybody's poor and, yeah, we... <laughs> Things are going great here. Everything's awesome. There's no reason for alarm whatsoever. Uh, Pilot Mike, how are you, brother? He says, uh, we had a good run, guys. Looks like World War III is just around the corner. Watching uh, uh, Bidon in action is like watching a pregnant pig try and fuck a football. It's It ain't good. Yeah, he's making it worse. Uh, and Blam says, after uh, Bidon, that's how I say him now, Bidon, President Bidon, uh, doubled down on Taiwan's defense. I'm convinced we're going to be full swing World War III before the end of the year. How is that revelations for you? I think so. I think probably by the fall, um, Christmas time. I, I imagine the Chinese, um, they're going to, like, they're not dumb, right? They're going to calculate this right down to the time and minute and second, the most, like, the, the best chance uh, of invasion uh, for, you know, the Strait of Taiwan, the island, but they're not going to stop there. They've got to also, um, they'd have to smash the U.S. Pacific Fleet in the South China Sea and beyond, the Japanese as well, the South Koreans. There's a lot going on here. Um, and it takes a long time to set up um, a complete curb stomping of multiple countries all at once in a surprise attack. But hey, if anybody can do it, it's the Asians. They're known for that kind of thing. <laughs> I need scary Chinese music. <laughs> no, I wish this stuff was just faster. I wish I, I need Elon. I would never submit to this. But if I did, I was forced to. None of us had a choice. I would use Elon Musk's Neuralink thing. Um to just automatically queue up whatever my thought I just had. So I don't have to sit here and type it out and then, uh, you know, just fill the air with dead noise like I'm doing right now as I wait for the, the video to load. So let's just, uh, is this it? No. Here we go. Oh, China. I can't do it. They're just... I need one. Of, I need one of those mustaches. That... <laughs> I should do it in like, st <laughs> you know, it's dubbed over in like terrible English. <laughs> the American Navy thinks he can defeat the China. He doesn't not know we haven't been preparing for this for three decades. <laughs> China! 
not oh we're so fucked they're gonna fucking eat our lunch and it's ridiculous we're competing we've got the gender diversity olympics over here oh we need tranny bathrooms and oh the general needs purple hair and make sure everybody's feelings are, are, are taken care of Oh, and we're going to, you know, spend all of our money, destroy the economy, bankrupt our future, and have absolutely no middle class because it's destroyed. And everyone's health, unhealthy and sick, and they can't form in a military to save their lives they wanted to. I mean, things are clearly trending in another direction. Oh, and hey, the food shortage is coming as well, which has been engineered uh, by the same people. China's been stockpiling record numbers of food, and has been the Russians and others. It's almost like they know something we don't. Uh, but that's what they're doing. Um, so I, I see nothing to worry about. Do you see anything to worry about? I don't. Uh, I don't think so. I think everything's going to be just fine. I'm thirsty. How are you guys uh, making out? I really am. I've been talking for a while. Again, I just did that interview with uh, Tofu TV.ca. Go there and you can watch that. Uh, we did a little 45, 55 minutes of something uh, there with him uh, and Morgan and I. And it's, uh, it's, been, it's been good. It's a good time. I'm so thirsty. I need to drink something. Oh, well, if you're going to get yeeted by the Chinese, you might as well just, you might as well have fun with it, you know. But, you know, to be fair... I, pref- I would prefer to learn Russian. At least it kind of looks like English. Uh, it's easier to... I mean, Chinese words are, are complicatedly drawn pictures. I mean, for God's sakes. That's their basic language. Even their language is, is working way harder than ours. There's more characters in the Chinese language than most of them even know what they mean. And in, in our side, the average Western person can't spell the word hypothetically. No, 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 no means can't spell the word. I don't mean hypothetically they can't spell it. They can't spell the word hypothetically. They can't spell. They're illiterate morons that are uh, sitting around consuming fast food, fast entertainment, fast sex, fast gratification, fast everything. Versus an entire civilization of people that have been working in sweatshops dreaming of the day they can conquer America for about 50 years. Takes them four hours just to write a sentence. (laughs) Actually, that's probably not even right. They probably scratch it out in in lightning speed. They're all like data from Star Trek over there. Have you seen a Chinese city? Go Google cities in China right now and, and tell yourself you're not looking at Star Trek. Then go to Chicago and get back to me. 237. The night train to the concentration camp where you'll be forced to grow food for the Chinese Empire on the plains of Saskatchewan. And if you work really hard, you'll be rewarded with not getting beaten with sticks at the end of the workday. That's, I'm really looking forward to that. What do you guys think? How are you guys make it? <laughs> I don't want to begin here with this. Oh, Danny Boucher, Boucher, thank you very much. Um, Godzilla versus Rodan. That could help if the Japanese could could produce Godzilla or something like that. That would be a big help. That would be a big uh, boost to the machine. We will need that. Um, some of you uh, may be hearing this after the fact, and that's because uh, there was a storm. It was a big storm, a big tornado storm. Is that what it was? Something happened. Uh, I don't know. We've been paying the sky lots of money. 
you know, gas is $2 a liter. We've been taxing the carbon of our people now for quite some time. It's aw- We shouldn't have storms anymore. This is what we were promised, all right? pigtailed fetal alcohol down syndrome retard girl uh, from Sweden told us that if we gave the fancy socks guy and the pink turban guy all of our money, then the sky would be nice. That was the deal we signed on. Instead, uh, we still have storms and it knocked the entire power grid out of the Gatineau, Ottawa area. That's uh, being restored slightly now, but in typical tough guy, hardcore, don't fuck around with us, citizen of Ottawa fashion. Uh, there's been a lot of noise complaints about generators. So there's electricity generators people were using to uh, keep the lights on. And you know what? Um, they got uh, many, many noise complaints about generators running. As tens of thousands of Ottawa residents spent the night in the dark. Oh, my goodness. Send that to the Chinese and the Russians as well. They're going to be very sympathetic. They're, gonna, they're not even going to be able to believe you guys suffered through this. I, be, I bet there's probably a hashtag going around. Hashtag, we will not submit. The darkness will not defeat us. Hashtag, you know, Ottawa strong and all this kind of... Motherfucker, the power went out for a day and now you're making complaints because there's generators running. Oh, you're the softest, most pathetic, bitch-ass fucking city in the history of Western civilization. Nowhere is more gay than you. And I'm talking San Francisco. I'm talking L.A., Seattle. No. No. Ottawa is the gayest, dumbest, stupidest city. Uh, weakest, most pathetic city in the history of Western civilization. Change my mind. You can't. You can't. You can't prove me wrong because it is the worst. It's far worse. I would rather live in Chicago and have a risk of being shot to death by random gangbangers on the street every single day than actually live in Ottawa on purpose. Ottawa is so terrible. I would rather have cancer of the eyes, the kind that you can't fix and you can't do anything about, and it just burns and eventually your retinas detach and you're in incredible excruciating pain for days on it, and eventually you're going to have your eyes removed from their sockets. You'll be tempted to spoon them out ah, and just cut them out with a spoon to make it stop that is preferable to me than living in the city of ottawa on purpose i hate your city i hate it so much <laughs> and the funny thing is one of the best times I ever had was during the during the the siege the when all of us terrorists showed up to occupy it and 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 ki- do all the all the killing we did when we killed all those people in Ottawa, remember when we stormed Parliament? We killed everybody, and all the rape. Oh, remember all the rapes we did, guys? That was fun. All that raping and all the businesses we looted and destroyed—that was a wonderful time. Uh, but the Ottawa citizens—they were just too tough. They were just, you know, they we they they couldn't withstand our, um, you know, they they withstood our attacks, and they and we just couldn't keep sustain that that kind of momentum, and we had to we had to surrender to them. Um, it was it was too insane. Uh, honk honk means hail hitler we all know that guys uh ottawa is a cool city i'm i'm crazy don't listen to me it's a it's an awesome place <laughs> definitely wouldn't be terrible to live there <laughs> nyc vet hey thanks again man says uh rcmp generator squad swat squad is feared around the world they will take your your generators and they will take them, disassemble them, not give you a receipt for them, say they never existed, and punch your wife in the face. And if she's you know, if she's dumb enough to fall down and stay on the ground, a horse parade will trample over her body right there, right in your living room. They will take the bulldozer, they'll take the APC, and they'll carve out a fucking wall of your house big enough for one of these Clydesdale monstrous horses to run through and trample your wife in your house, just to make a point, because it's the RCMP. They're law and order. They don't fuck around, all right? If you're generating noise, they will come there and they'll kill you. You're lucky they don't kill you. You they, you deserve to die, to be fair. 
Um, if someone calls the cops on you, you had it coming. All right. Every person that's ever been arrested or fucked with by the police, every single person has deserved it. Every single one of them, including me, including Morgan, everyone, every single person. That's why they're there. They wouldn't be in jail if they didn't do anything. All right. Only bad people go to jail and definitely never innocent people. That's why Julian Assange is in prison too. Cause he raped and killed a whole bunch of people. I think I read about it or something somewhere. So, you know, that's why he's in there. That's how it works. And that's why all the people in charge are where they are because they deserve to be because they're awesome people, man. They smile all the time and they're always waving. They're always saying positive things, right? I, I doesn't, don't worry about what they do. That's, that's minutia. That's detail. That's, we don't have time for that. All right. The playoffs are on. It's hockey time. It's sports ball time. Don't, I mean, listen, all you need to know is nice suit, good teeth, nice hair, smiling, waving. If you think there's anything wrong with that person, you're fucked in the head and you need help. You need mental help, man. You need pills, man. You need chemical pills and you need to have your brain uh, rewired in a way as such that you... Listen, we used to just lobotomize people like you. We used to just, you know, chemically do all kinds of... But, you know, we're not... Apparently it's too barbaric now. So we're just gonna... We're just gonna chemically lobotomize you now instead. So when you're uh, having trouble... Um, if, if you've said there's anything wrong with the world you live in, that's not a, the world problem. That's you. You're just mentally ill to a crazy degree so we need you to go to the doctor and say that you're stressed out or you're having anxiety problems or you know not because anything wrong with the world but because there's something wrong with you as a person and we're going to give you at least five or six prescriptions uh probably only two or three at first but then at least then it'll go up to five or six and then probably 12 to counteract the side effects from the first two rounds of of medications and then eventually you're just going to be so fucked up in the head and so numb inside and so devoid of you know uh being able to think or feel anything that you'll just uh you know fold right into this uh, zombie mold and you'll go to look in the mirror and you'll be the npc face and you'll own nothing and you'll be happy so that's why we have these systems, guys. It's not for no reason. Uh, we're trying to keep you safe and happy, and that's why we have to have them. All right? It's very important. So, you know, don't be generating noise. This is Ottawa. Important people live there. They're important. That's why they're in Ottawa, because they're better than you. For fuck's sakes. For fuck's sakes. <laughs> I don't know where to start. This is all a mess. Oh, Lord. Um, well... Yeah, I might as well start with this since they could pass this any time and cut me off mid-broadcast. <laughs> From Warren Kinsella, of all people. This is broke. I need a new headset. Unfortunately, I have one right here. and I'm going to bust it out in real time. Watch this. Of Warren Kinsella, of all people, in the Toronto Sun, who is, you know... I'll, I'll reserve my opinions on this guy for now, but I'm not a fan. Um, he says, Our freedoms once again under attack by the federal uh, libs. Just get the libs out! He's home, and the Prime Minister is hoping we just don't notice. It's back, he says. And we're talking about uh, you know, Bill C-10, which uh, you know was in the House and the Senate and then was uh, kind of sidelined by the election that we had that year. And all the bills get cleared off the table. But don't worry, it's back. And it's worse than ever. Oh, I dropped them. Oh, Lord, no. Uh, it's back and it's worse than ever. Now it's going to be called Bill C-11 and it's going to be even better than the previous one. It's, it's, even dis it's even gotten rid of some of the, you know, tiny, barely existent safeguards that were there in the first place to protect the uh, consumer, the regular person, you know, like me or you, from, you know, uh, being destroyed by the state. Now they're couching it as, oh, it's to, it's to protect Canadian content. We're trying to, you know, to regulate it so Canadian content is, is seen more and more, and it's safer for people. No, it's a uh, over-the-top power grab uh, by the state to, um, well... Control what you see in here on the internet, and it's going to do it uh, very aggressively. Just going to check this quickly. I'm going to keep talking. I can't hear myself, but let's just see how 
This one works. Get a different headset in here because this one has driven me completely insane. I'm going to go completely crazy now. Uh, does this one even work? Oh, it does. Look at that. It's amazing what, what $30 can do for you. Not much, but fix your shitty uh, Made in Taiwan headset. Fuck, were you made in Taiwan? I hope they do invade. You can make some better headsets when you're, when you're in there. So if you don't remember Bill C-10, um, uh, now maybe, hopefully you should. If you don't, if you're just hearing about it now, uh, it's going to get a lot worse. It's going to get a lot worse. It's called Bill C-11 now, and it's um, actually, uh, it, so he says, remove meager protections on the regulation of user-generated content. Section 4 in particular should be a big concern for anyone with a substantial following on social media. <laughs> Hi! Your words and images will be regulated under this new law. Yay, good. Excellent. We need more laws and more government control. That's perfect. Uh, and he's, how will this happen? The unelected, unaccountable, faceless bureaucrats at the CRTC can now determine with no oversight whatsoever which user-generated content is protected and which isn't. That's a lot of power. And anyone who, with links, say, to YouTube or other such revenue-generating services would be at the mercy of the CRTC's behind-closed-doors decision-making. That's not all. Uh, Kinsella goes on, says, this smooth-talking minister overseeing all this, the Canadian Heritage Minister, redacted, redacted, claims his government is targeting things like music on YouTube, but parts of the proposed law go well beyond that to podcasts, music on platforms, and even TikTok videos. The bill would even give the CRTC the power to require platforms to prioritize some content over others. I bet it's all CBC and government-approved, uh, you know, media outlets. Or face stiff financial penalties. They won't have any algorithm or code to do so. The CRTC will just do it based on personal bias and whims. Excellent. Great. Good. The most notable part of it, uh, he says, meanwhile, section two, that section applies to the iron fist of the law. Anytime news content is linked, referenced, or facilitated by any means, it says in quotes, in a media source. I see. Uh, so basically what I'm doing right now, I'm facilitating by a means, a media source, which is the Toronto Sun. So I would have to be, I'd be subject to penalties for doing this. Um, oh my God. University of Ottawa professor uh, points to a Facebook post authored by the Heritage Minister, which includes a link to La Presse article. The legislation would have the effect of requiring Facebook to pay the outlet La Presse for that link he posted, but ominously would create a mandatory arbitration system overseen by the CRCC to ensure that they do. Ooh, that'll have the obvious effect of discouraging social media platforms from enabling users to link to original sources. Isn't that a... That is pesky. I'm glad they're getting rid of that because you know what's annoying when people are like uh, talking about crazy shit that's going on and then you get this guy go, no, actually, uh, link, please. Do you have a source for that, please? I literally can't give you one. It's illegal. It's illegal for me to do that now. Uh, sorry, not allowed. I'll have to pay them for using their links. It's fuck. So in this way, they've created a situation where uh, if I find something I want to share it with my friends, I'm not allowed to. I can't post it on my social media page or someone else's because now that's see that's the property of these other people. So you're going to be relying entirely on guessing where to look for things and your and and the algorithm, which will show you what it wants to show you and, and not show you what it doesn't want to. Uh, search engine optimization SEO it's called you can use in, in, in Google and most and all of the, the main uh, search platforms can just bury certain things adjustments can be made on the back end of the programming that you just don't see a lot of shit maybe whatever they don't want you to see and um, everything that's out there is going to be managed by the CRTC from now on isn't that great uh, and it finishes off. There's a lot more to be worried about in both bills, but the bottom line remains the same. C11 and C18 represent real and present dangers to legitimate expression by average citizens. 
And that is why they are as bad, if not worse, than Bill C-10. Yay, good, great. I, I don't see anything wrong with that. There's no reason to think that. And I don't understand why people are printing stuff like this in the New York Post. Um, says, once a liberal democracy, Canada is now an authoritarian state. How, why would you say that? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's free as ever. You just have to do and believe and live your life, uh, you know, in keeping with government guidelines. Totally, entirely. And any breaching of those guidelines or coloring outside the lines, even by a little bit, and I'm talking sending $20 to the wrong political organization or cause, then, well, we'll terminate your bank account, we'll get you fired from your job, evicted. We'll, we'll just make you dead, essentially. A slow, painful, agonizing, uh, downward spiral, like going through a toilet bowl right the cycles of pain will be wide at first but they'll tighten and tighten and tighten and tighten until you go right down the tube and you either kill yourself or you end up in prison or something or whatever right because it's you know we're it's a choice it's not coercion it's not mandatory we're just going to take your job we're just going to fine you we're just going to take your house it was the one they passed in ontario right what bill was that they can seize your fucking house with no trial, no nothing for protests. The government can just go, yeah, take their house. And they can do that now. That's that's amazing. And we're going to do more of that. So I don't, there's just, just do what you're told and you want any problems. It's not an authoritarian state. It's ridiculous. You just have to do exactly what the government wants or we'll fucking ruin your life. That's all. Oh, that's lovely. Here's a man uh, beaten probably by the thugs here that have no problem with what they're doing. I don't know how they live with themselves. Probably because they don't have a soul. Um, the crackdowns on the truckers were just the tip of the iceberg. It, the article says, I know a bank worker in my city who was fired for not getting <laughs> despite working remotely. A food truck delivery driver in my city met the same fate. If any of this was about science, prior infection or regular testing would have been a factor here, but they weren't. Get the jab or get out. Uh, the prime minister who once professed to being cognitively unable to do basic math has plunged the country into over a trillion in national debt for the first time in history. Every day, that number surges by an additional $400 million. Canada's now at the risk, now at risk for stagflation, both economic stagnation and high inflation, as families are unable to meet their bills. Stagflation is a death sentence. It's very, very bad. Economy is not growing at all. It's shrinking, actually. And you've got high inflation at the same time. Um, uh, we're gonna we we we're, we're in for some we're in for some rough rides here. Meanwhile, the government has devoted six hundred thousand dollars to paying online influencers, not me, of course, to promote vaccines as if the most vulnerable geriatric populations are spending time on TikTok. As if current measures aren't authoritarian enough, Trudeau's government has proposed the online harms bill C thirty six designed to crack down on hate speech against ethnic and sexual minorities. It says. If passed, the bill would allow citizens to report on others who they fear may post something hateful, leading to possible fines, online surveillance, electronic monitoring. So that's the bill we were previously talking about. There's numerous ones. It's not even just one. This is C-36, um, cracked down on hate speech. Now, the best part about it is you can, uh, citizens to report others who they fear may, like in the future, like pre-crime, uh, post something hateful leading to fines, online surveillance, electronic monitoring, and jail time. Unsurprisingly, the bill has sparked criticism, and not just from right-wing activists. Twitter Twitter has spoken out, claiming the bill could be used to silence political opposition. Meanwhile, in a private letter to the Canadian government, the National Council of Canadian Muslims has warned that these measures could inadvertently result in one of the most significant assaults on marginalized and racialized communities in years. They believe requiring social media companies to report terrorist content on their platforms to law enforcement could disproportionately target Canadian Muslims. Probably. 
Uh, but no, you guys don't gotta worry. It's they're, they're after people like me. This is why they're this is why they're doing it. They don't actually care um, about you guys that much. More than 15 years after arriving in Canada to secure a more open and rewarding life, I must now consider the possibility that my civil rights may have been more secure back in India. Once a vibrant liberal democracy, Canada is now becoming an authoritarian state. That's from Rav Avora at the New York Post. That's good. So Indians are wanting to go back to India because India is, makes more sense than Canada now. That's uh, that's excellent. Stoon Shred, how you doing, brother? He says someone should do a wellness check. <laughs> I do believe his Twitter check mark has been removed. It has. And his last tweet was August 2021. We are all in this together. <sighs> don't care. I don't care. Somebody that had a position of power and authority to stop the madness and, and you know, fight back against the suffering and instead chose to, uh, you know, look out for themselves. Um, I, I, I don't at all care what happens to them. I don't care at all. I'm in uh, pretty much full no mercy mode at this point for these people. Oh, I've got to fix this. This is driving me crazy. The peace thing. Oh, no. I don't know if I can get it out. Oh, no. Uh, oh, I can. Good. I need at least one of these to fit my stupid head. My ear canal has gotten... Wait. What am I doing here? Which one of these is bigger than the other? That's what she said. <laughs> I only like the bigger ones. There, does that fit better? Yeah, it does. Okay. Okay. Oh, there's just two. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Um, Sean M says, if the queer cowboys come my way... I'll make the news. Well, they'll consider that a threat. Now they're on their way. They're probably on the way right now. They'll send 400 men with assault rifles. Buy seeds says sharing is no longer caring. Truth is now basically murder to these fools. Uh, it is. You're not allowed to tell the truth. There's people that get very, very, very upset when you do that. Um, where is your Russian Navy? T what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what's going on in this. The YouTube chat is, is the craziest, most fed posty one of all somehow. Entropy, you can say basically whatever you want. Um, but in YouTube, it seems to be, they're, they're, well, that's mostly where the adults are. In uh, on YouTube, they're saying all this crazy stuff you can imagine. Let me scroll back here. So, yeah, where do I, where do I, where do we go, man? Uh, I have some thoughts, but I'm going to save it for a few more minutes. There's just so much of this shit. Um, and if you think it can happen here, it can. Uh, look, look at this. I bet you don't. This is crazy, but uh, people don't really understand where we are right now. Check this out. I bet you don't know what this is. I'm going to show you something which is going to blow your mind. It's a camera, but not just any old camera. It's one of 700 million that are dotted all over China as part of their mass surveillance program. There's literally one camera for every two people in China, and they cover 100% of the whole country. Every single person, whether it be Chinese nationals or foreigners, can be identified using these cameras through facial recognition or something called gait, which uses your body movements to identify you insane and it's all linked to china's social credit system so that means when the camera catches you not wearing a mask or crossing the road without waiting for the green go light you lose social credit points and that can mean higher mortgage rates higher taxes slower internet speeds more expensive public transport the list goes on so next time you're in china and you're thinking about being a naughty boy or girl think again because you are being watched and you will be caught <laughs> that will never happen here though because reasons there's um there's reasons for that. 
uh, or something. It just it just won't because that's scary and unsettling. So like a typical good Canadian uh, slave cock, I'm just going to pretend that it's not happening. And anyone that tries to confront me with this uncomfortable, uh, you know, reality, I'm just going to uh, viciously oppose them and then denounce them and call them names and, and you know, say, Aren't you the guy that fucking me? But didn't you me? I, I, you know, I, I can't wait for these people to just have the rude awakening that's coming for so many of them and uh, they're not prepared at all and they're going to cry and scream and demand help and you, know, you got to do something and I'm going to go, nope, absolutely not. I love that you're suffering and I want you to suffer more. You deserve it. Um, it's the only way that the world will ever get fixed. Stupid people have to pay for their stupid decisions. There must be mass suffering um, by the generation that deserves it more than anyone else in history. You sat there with your thumb up your ass and obsessed with uh, all the stupidest fucking shit in the world um, and you neglected to help anyone. You wanted to pretend, you wanted to have the perception that you're this kind of person that wants to help other people and, and stick up for people and, and you don't. You want to you want to subscribe. Obviously, and I'm not talking to you guys. Most of you guys listening, but a couple of you people that are listening are. I'm talking exactly about you. You want to subscribe to easy to follow cookie cutter fast food narratives of of you know helping people like Black Lives Matter and you know climb the climate emergency. You know you can change a Facebook filter, buy a sticker on your truck or something or your car, and uh, call it a day. And, and, you know, argue with people on social media and say you're an activist or a freedom fighter or something. You're, you're, I'm helping the oppressed by, you know, uh, spending money on, on, these, on these merchandising uh, ideas for some billionaires who paid for this entire subversive campaign of which is promoted far and wide by every celebrity TV news radio station in the fucking planet and the government, state, and uh, academia itself. It's every, actually, uh, it, it takes so much courage to stand with literally everything. Yeah, you guys are so fucking brave. That's not what that's not what that is. If you guys had any fucking balls at all, um, you know, you'd probably be in jail. You'd probably have uh, the government coming down your ass for things that uh, they're doing and getting away with, and you don't confront any of them on any of those things. You don't care about that, not in any meaningful sense. You're never going to say anything out loud. You just want it handed to you on a plate. You want to feel like a you want to feel like that kind of person without actually having to do any of it. You like the idea of being a good person, of being somebody who's self-sacrificing, who's going to do things for the common good and try to help people. Uh, but you don't actually want to do that because there's consequences for that. And as we know, the Western uh, person is pretty consequence averse at this point. They don't want to do anything for anybody ever. And uh, you know. It's almost like they're the kind of people that'll just sit there quietly and do nothing as their peers, their neighbors, their friends, their family members uh, have their jobs and employment taken away, which is almost as bad as killing someone. You know, Dave Chappelle said that, you know, a little while back, taking a man's job away is akin to killing him. It is. What is he going to do? How are you going to? He's like, oh, just get another job, goy. No, you can't get another job. Uh, you need these stupid fucking shots to get jobs. And you sided with the big guy. You sided with the bully. You, you, you idiots. You ignorant, stupid, selfish, insectoid-like worm people stood there and saw the giant, overwhelming force of not just the just the nation state that you occupy, wherever that is, but globally in locked arms and lockstep, crushing the individual rights and freedoms of people all over the planet. And they said, "Do what we want, or else." And you went, "Yeah, do what they say, or else." And you think you're some kind of fucking, you know, hero for complying with something like this, which strips people of their, you know, their, their dignity and their means of living. 
their livelihoods, their careers, their educations, their ability to enjoy their lives and so on. And you stood by, not even just stood by, you encouraged it. So fuck you to entirely. If you didn't say anything, you didn't, I don't, I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't care. You, you're the kind of person. And then these same people will go on the watch a fucking, the who you coost, you know, documentary. How could that happen? How could they just sit there and not say anything when the government hurt these people? Well, they're doing it right now. Government's doing it right now. They're stri- they've created a two-tier society. We've got second-class citizens now. We've got political prisoners now. We've got people being deplatformed, having their tongues cut out, being put in jail. And what are you saying? Nothing. You know, not only are you not doing anything, you're shouting, good, get rid of them, because you're fucking scared of everything. You're a goddamn fear addict all it comes out of this fucking box every day non-stop around the clock is things to be afraid of and people to hate for things you're afraid of that's it 24 7 around the clock and not once did you stop and ask is this fucking normal is this okay dad was it like this when you were a kid should we be attacking our own friends and family should i be attacking my neighbors my peers my comrades my fucking schoolmates my co-workers my should we be nope shut up do what the box says do what the giant monster says that's how you become a hero guy that's how you become a hero kid you stand with the monster stand with the current thing stand with whatever the global fucking machine wants you to do and if you don't well then you're a racist neo-nazi uh xenophobe misogynist whatever the how many i'm running out of words running out of fucking words i despise them i fucking despise them for their for their just utter lack of a fucking soul cowards absolute fucking cowards and like well you can't expect people to say oh i fucking can't this is this is the same like these are the same cultures and peoples that like uh like we fought two world wars didn't we i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure and then there was the depression in the 20s and 30s and all this like this was just that was just our grandparents that wasn't 400 fucking years ago that was our that was that was two people ago that was your parent, if you're my age, it was your dad and his dad. That, it was one, one person removed from you. That's how recently that was when people just fucking got things done and, and endured way more ridiculous levels of suffering and personal hardship for the benefit of others. And now we can't even be fucking bothered to support your friends and family on social media because you're afraid of what people might point and say. They may, they'll share things, they'll put things on Twitter and then they'll come after your job and then they'll, you're a bunch of fucking cowards and pussies and you deserve everything bad coming your way because all you did was feed this monster, this alligator, this, you know, the Churchill quote, right? A piece is hoping that the uh, the alligator eats you last that's what they're doing feed the alligator your friends and family your neighbors your co-workers and your other classmates and then hopefully it won't get it won't be hungry enough to eat you newsflash never never gets never stops being hungry it's hungry forever uh-oh disconnected odd could be the power Are we back? Two, three. I don't know what that was. That was the that was them. That was the machine. That was the monster. See what it does? Doesn't like what I'm saying, so it tried to it tripped up my wires. It's mean. Takes no prisoners. <laughs> Fuck sakes. You have to the refresh button probably in some places. I don't know. Did rum no okay, we're still good. I don't know. That doesn't usually happen here. It's hardwired in and everything. Look. Look. I don't I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. 
what the hell is that? Who knows? Who the hell knows what it is? It's, you know, it happens. Things like that happen. There's no perfect system. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm not a, not a fan. Not a fan of uh, most people. Most of them. Over half of them, I'd say. And um, they've broken the social contract. We all understood. Or at least I thought. I mean, I was brought up this way. This is what they used to teach us when I was a kid. Everything we have, we've inherited. And they've inherited, we've inherited it because of uh, better people than us. Strong, you know, heroic people. I mean, this is the story, right? Um, that, you know, stood up to bullies, as it were, and, and were willing to sacrifice themselves to protect, uh, you know, the, 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 the needs of the many. You know, we got to protect everybody. And well, that's what you do. You do it by, you know, uh, you get everybody vaccinated. And it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, why are you being so selfish? Uh, it doesn't fucking make anyone immune. It doesn't do anything. You can still catch it. You can still transit. It did literally fucking nothing. Now we've got millions of people with all kinds of complicated health problems and dying and all falling down. 19 year old fucking reservists just dropped dead on a ruck march the other day. Had the Brooklyn Marathon the other day. 16 people fucking hospitalized. Jesus Christ. I wonder what's going on. Wonder what happened there. I don't know. Don't say anything. Just look out for you. Just look out for number one. All you're doing is kicking that can down the road. When you when it approaches time to pick up the can and do something about it, you just kicked it further down the road rather than deal with it now and hoping it'll never... And every time you get up to it, it gets bigger and heavier. One of these days, you're going to try and kick this can down the road. It's, you're going to break your foot and the can is going to eat you instead. It's going to kick you down the road forever because you're a fucking coward. This can't be escaped. There is no way out. You will come up against this sooner or later. Do you want a third shot? You better, and not just you, your, your kids, by the way. You better listen to the system. Are you not going to do what TV man says? Because TV man says three shots protect children under five. So you're fine. Remember, they're not, we're not, we're not going to do it for five and under. No, not, not just for five and under three fucking shots. Now for five and under, you see how fast that happened. We went from two years ago to, there's not going to be mandatory vaccines to you better get three for your five-year-old, your two-year-old. Three doses offer strong protection for children younger than five. The companies announced Monday. Pfizer plans to give the data to you. Oh, the data. Great. To regulars, regulators later this week. You know, that age group that has um, zero deaths, zero complications, zero risk of problems. Let's uh, let's juice them up with all kinds of experimental injections because that's exactly what it is. It's an experimental medical technology that has never been used before. There is no long-term data. It's not even midterm data. It's only been two years and from the anecdotal obvious using my fucking eyeballs data, uh, it ain't good. People are getting hurt and getting fucked up and dying all over the goddamn place. But... Because there's people out there that haven't had anything happen to them or their family directly, then it must not be happening. These are the same. This is the same kind of idiotic thinking, you know. Like, uh, well, I haven't seen any bombs go off. Wars aren't real. Uh, you're gonna find out. And it's gonna be too late when you do, and you deserve. You deserve what happens to you. Um, uh, Sean M. Smiley face. <laughs> Thanks, man. Sergeant Rock says, I stand with Diagonal. It is warm in here again. I swear to God, she turns the heat up just to fuck with me. 
wants me to strip, I think. Sean M, again, uh, he says, we had a great time at the fundraiser. Thank you for bringing that up. I was going uh, to, hoping to remember to think of this. Fundraiser for uh, Sly, I wanted to meet the man and let him know. We truly appreciate him and the sacrifice he deserves no less. He's a hero. You guys did an amazing job, and I'm so um, proud of you guys for that. And uh, all you need to know is uh, one of them, one of the community people is in trouble. He's a good guy. Didn't do anything. I mean, unless I hear otherwise, I'm still waiting to see this evidence, as we all are, as are he and his lawyers, it turns out, in jail for three months. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've met him a couple of times. A lot of you guys know him pretty well, and I've never heard a bad thing about this guy, and he's languishing away in a fucking prison in Alberta for political reasons. And that's fucking wrong. And uh, not only that, but you're going to have to pay. You can't just, uh, you can't just, you know, get thrown up. You got to pay your way out of jail too. That's how it works in this country. What, are you going to get legal aid? <laughs> that, that's, that's the same as getting run over by a truck. Um, so they needed, he needed quite a bit of money. And uh, how do you do that when you're locked up in jail and your kids are being looked after by other people? I mean, you're, you know, and uh, you guys pulled together and raised a fuckload of money. You had an, a great time, it looks like. There was a band. You had an auction and everything. And uh, from what I understand, his, his bills are pretty much paid, which is um, amazing. And um, that's got to be, um, I mean, you guys should pat yourselves on the back for that a little bit and and know and take comfort in that and know that, it's like, hey, as long as you're a good person, you're doing the right thing and, and uh, you know, as long as you're, you know, <laughs> we're not going to let you burn. We're not going to let you uh, just, you know, sit and sit and rot in jail like that and uh, forget about you and move on. That's not how that's not how it has to, you know, an attack on one is an attack on everybody. Right. If they can do that to him, they can do this to me. They can do this to Morgan. They can do this to every single one of you guys. So it the precedent is you have to fight every single one of these cases with everything you got. Um you know, so they so they don't get away with it. So it, it doesn't discourage people. They want you to be discouraged. They want you to be afraid. They want you to think that you shouldn't speak up or speak your mind or go to protests or fucking do anything because they'll ruin your life. They'll put you in jail. They have been putting people in jail. Morgan and I have been in jail. Some guys are still in jail for months and months. We're still, you know, on charges and everything. And do you think this is just, this is unrelated? Do you really believe it's unrelated? Oh, it's just... Like this This would have happened if uh, if I had never said a fucking thing on the internet. Do you think this would have happened? Nope. Absolutely fucking not. And if those guys weren't who they were and knew who they knew, they drew these fucking connections together, they were, they didn't, they were fucking selected. They were targeted. And now they're on trial for their lives. That's the government. That's the, that's the country we're in. Those are the police forces we have. That's the intelligence services that we have. They will take regular innocent people who haven't really done anything and absolutely ruin their fucking lives for, their, for the benefit of their careers, their pensions, their paychecks, and their bosses. And they're fine with it. And they sleep like a baby. Gary. Oh, it is. It's someone's fault. Um, hmm. Just leave that at that for now. Uh, misinformation in your yeah yeah it's it's my dad said it could be it should be called missed information that should be somebody's website that's a good idea always blame Philip he is the reason for everything man I need some should have brought some water down here um the hell else is going on there's so much of this crap China, China number one and yeah we're gonna have, yeah so we gotta have three shots to protect children under five 
There was never going to be a vaccine program. And then there was, but it's only for grandma. Well, it's not, it's for 40 and up. It's for the vulnerable. It's for the sick people. It's for whatever. Okay. It's, it's everybody. It's just adults. It's not kids. It's only eight people over 18. Okay. 12 to 18, but only 12. I mean, 12 is whatever. Okay. Five and up, five and up. Under five. Everybody, your children. We want to inject your fucking pregnant women. Because every single one of these shots is money. They're making money on every single one of these. They've made a goddamn fortune on injecting people with this shit. And no one even knows what it does. No one really knows. That's crazy. And as this is going on, this is what these fucking bozos are doing. The conservative party of... You're the biggest fucking joke in this country. The NDP is more respectable than the conservative party. The liberal party is more respectable. The green party... Back when Elizabeth May was still in charge and was drunk on boxes of wine, you know, fantasizing with sucking Omar Cotter's dick on stage, that was more respectable than the entire existence of the Conservative Party of Canada. Because they didn't pretend to be against the status quo. They didn't pretend to stand for the the rights and freedoms of, of Canadians and stand for the Charter and the Bill of Rights. They didn't pretend... To not be in bed with billionaires and, you know, mega influencers like the Koch brothers and the Bronfman family. They didn't pretend that they weren't in bed with, you know, with the Saudi Arabians and the Chinese and all that kind of stuff. But you fucking did. The conservative party did. They acted like we're all, we're so different. We're the, that's those people. They're the bad, all these liberal, oh, you got to get them out. We got to get the limbs out. You're the exact same. And your and your shtick for having your turn at the pig trough is telling people that you're different from the other guys when in fact you're not. You're not at all. You encouraged and supported all of the same shit. And now for no reason, because I guess you need money or it's something to do, you're going to have a leadership race and make it a big deal. There's not going to be an election for years. Who gives a fuck? Elect, a, elect Mr. Potato Head. Make Mr. Potato Head the leader of the conservative party. It won't make a lick of difference whatsoever. It's not going to make any difference. It's not going to matter. And you know what? We'll probably have another leadership race before the next election, if there even is one anyway. What difference does it make? And with everything going on, the chaos, the mayhem, the, you know, this is what they're, this is what they're doing. There was a racist email to a guy who said a thing for whatever. And this is, um... One of the candidates was attacking and insulting small PP, and then this happens. And look, what, look, look at this. What is it? This email here. Who tweeted this? Let me see this screenshot. This is my first reaction to seeing this. Is it even an email? It's like two sentences. It says, I believe Nazism and, and if Adolf Hitler had won World War II, we would not have the bullshit capitalized for some reason that all these Asians, Chinese, Koreans, Africans, Jamaicans etc bring to our great country they would not exist i support pp <laughs> this is a this is a move this is a job and it worked how many crazy fucking emails do you think people get in the run of a day in every i mean down from the mayor of a town to the to the prime minister's office and everybody in between why is this one selected specifically and given national news coverage and turned into a thing? Why do you think? Why do you think? Because it's an internal power struggle in the corrupt regime of the CPC to see who gets the biggest pig trough at the pig trough Olympics and they're fighting over it. I want to eat. No, me. So they're doing sh greasy shit like this to each other.
I don't believe for one second this is a genuine email from a regular person. Um, this is just the greatest hits of like racist tropes they can throw in there. And he says Asians and then Chinese, also Asian, Korean, also Asian, Africans, and then Jama- Jamaicans. I've never in my life, I don't think ever heard anyone complain about Jamaicans. And they're all capitalized, uh, curiously. <laughs> the whole thing just stinks to me like, oh yeah, okay. Sure. Yeah, this is a real thing. This is one of their little hit jobs to try and uh, get certain people, you know, to smear one campaign over the other. It's disgusting and pathetic. Um, I want nothing to do with these people. They're pathetic. They, um, they're supposed to be the opposition and are the worst, most impotent, uh, useless opposition in the history of opposition since, uh, you know, Jesus Christ, I don't know. Since, you know, Liechtenstein tried to defend itself against Nazi Germany. I don't, I don't know what to even call that. The gun rights, destroyed. Freedom of speech, destroyed. Freedom of movement, destroyed. Body autonomy, pretty big one, destroyed. Whatever, whatever your thoughts are on abortion, doesn't matter, destroyed. They lost that one. They gave that one up too. Um, the... Gay rights, which it did eventually evolve into. The old timers were right. First, you let them do this one thing. It's going to end up as child child banging. And that's where we're at. Grooming the children and make them read sex books at fucking five years old and six years old and all that. They lost that one too. They're all about that now. Support all of that. Support the current thing. They're, uh, they're warmongers too. We got to go to war. We got to send all the... We got to fight the Russians now. We don't have a military. We're have a woke military. We're going to have all woke feminist generals, women now. Um, we're going to, yep. Uh, geez, what else? What else? Uh, I'm running out of things. I don't know. What have you guys conserved exactly in the last 30 years? Looks like, looks like nothing to me. Looks like absolutely nothing. Faith Goldie said this a long time ago, that the only reason the conservative party exists is so the conservative party of Canada can't exist. It's, a, it's in the way. Because then if there wasn't the CPC, an actual conservative party would exist that would have actual conservative positions with actual conservative uh, candidates and leadership. This is a fec- This is a, a, a coward country full of spineless people who would rather sit by and not have uncomfortable conversations, not have confrontations, and not stand in the way of anything and not have anyone point at them, call them names, and give them a hard time. They just want everything to go along to get along. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be good. Just agree. Don't disagree with anything. Just just vote for us because we're, we're, I mean, we're basically the same anyway. I've got a different tie on, and aren't you scared? Aren't you tired of that guy? It's my turn. It's my turn. I want to turn. That's all it is. How did the Ontario government turn out? Everybody was so pumped to get, uh, get that fucking, you know, she, she, she did look like Gozer from Ghostbusters, the former Ontario uh, premier there. And then you got Butterball in there. How'd that work out for you? Same thing in Nova Scotia. Just gonna get the limbs out. And you know what they did? They flipped on absolutely everything and they kept, they not only maintained previous liberal positions, they accelerated them even further. There is no difference. The difference is in here, in your soul, in your character of what kind of a person you are. That's what makes me interested. What are you doing? What are you willing to sacrifice personally as a man, as an adult, as a person? What will you put on the line? What will you throw away? Will you burn down your career, your reputation, your friendships, your networking, your personal wealth? Will you throw it all away just to tell the truth and tell people what needs to happen and needs to be done? If you do something like that, you have my fucking attention. 
attention. And from where I'm sitting, not a single seat in the entire Conservative Party today, now, has the balls to even dream of it, to even sit on the shitter and think about what it would be like to be an actual fucking man for once. I don't think you even have the inclination. It doesn't even cross your mind. You're scared to even fantasize about what it would be like to actually tell the fucking truth, to actually tell anybody the truth, to actually stand for anything for once in your fucking pathetic, miserable existence. I don't think you even have the guts to, to imagine it. You're so pathetic. And they think it's, um, you know, they, they, they don't take people like us seriously, right? Oh, they're just... Oh, they're so vulgar. I don't fucking take you serious. You're a bunch of clowns in costumes. I, I can dress up in a suit and look real nice as much as anybody. All right? It's nothing. It's clothes. All right? Let's drop us all together naked in the woods and see who fucking comes out of that forest alive. We'll see what you're fucking made of, and I know what it is. Not too fucking much at all. You're a bunch of cowards. You're all about you. You're about your careers, pension, paycheck, promotions. That's your whole existence. And you prove it every day by your lack of action. You can't, you know, you're already in there. Just say, that, that's your job. That's why you're there. You've been given a seat at the table, literally. That's what it's called, a seat. And what do you do with it? You sit there and you shut your mouth and you do what Donut Boy tells you to do. How'd that work out for you? Lost another election. Great job. Great job. You're going to make any mention of the fact that the CPC's voting machines that they use internally at the party to select their leaderships is the Dominion Voting Systems, which is located in the same building as George Soros' Open Society Foundation, or is the Tides Foundation. It's a Soros company. They're in the same building. I think on the same floor. The same Dominion voting machines they were using in the United States had all kinds of controversy. Ah, it's probably fine, right? It's probably nothing to worry about. At least with the other parties, they tell you what they're going to do, and they do it. They're going to give you more communism. We're going to, we're going to, and they, and people like they just say that they're just saying that to get votes. No, they say they're going to take all your guns away, and they're going to. They're in the process now, and they will. They say things like we got to regulate the internet, we got to get rid of free speech. It's dangerous. It's radical. They're talking about it right now. The UN, the World Economic Forum, they're saying we need to recalibrate freedom of speech. This is from today. The Australian commissioner sparks outrage. Yeah, but probably not. Not among her peers and acolytes. Um, Australian e-safety commissioner raised eyebrows on Monday. The East Internet Safety Commission telling the World Economic Forum that there needs to be a recalibration of free speech. She, it, she, she, or whatever her preferred pronouns are. My preferred pronoun would be is, was. Or was when I don't fuck this person. We are finding ourselves in a place where we have increasing polarization everywhere, and everything feels binary when it doesn't need to be. So I think we're going to have to think about a recalibration of a whole range of human rights. Oh, oh, here she is in her own words. This is better. We are finding ourselves in a place um, where we're we have increasing polarization <laughs> everywhere. And everything feels binary when it doesn't need to be. So I think we're going to have to think about a recalibration of a whole range of human rights. This is an Australian person? She sounds American to me. Rights that are playing out online, you know, from freedom of speech to the freedom to, you know, to be free from online violence. Oh, my God. It would be nice 
in an alternate universe if she was just held down by that whatever the fuck carpet she's wearing wrapped around and just punched in the face repeatedly and so she would learn that this is what violence is you dumb entitled privileged bitch they want to talk about white privilege you want to talk about privileged people privilege is a rich elitist billionaire globalist technocrat like this fucking pile of garbage sitting here in front of you on the screen telling you that people on the internet are hard. you're you're that's violence this is violence no, bitch. Violence is violence. This is speech. This is thought. This is expression. If you don't like it, you can turn it the fuck off and go somewhere else. But you can't because you're petty and small and you have a fucking ego and you won't be satisfied. You and the rest of your ilk until every single man, woman, and child on this earth is completely and tightly and firmly and permanently under your direct fucking control, isn't it? Isn't that right, you fucking wretched whore? celebration of a whole range of human rights that are playing out online you know from freedom of speech to the freedom to you know to be free from on online violence or the uh, right of data protection to the right to child dignity child dignity yeah hey did you know that uh, child porn is rampant on twitter it's rampant on the internet it's rampant everywhere and yet new people have done absolutely nothing to combat that child dignity is there anything less dignified in a child's life than being raped on fucking camera and put on the internet for disgusting pieces of human filth to masturbate to i think they should all be fucking killed personally i think i think there should be a commission i think it should be stood up like fucking rainbow six or something and just give all kinds of ex-military guys a job and you're going to have a mandate to hunt, torture, and kill pedophiles everywhere that you find them using whatever means available to you. Just hunt them down and waste them. And we'll have fucking competitions. We'll put Team France against Team Britain and Germany against Spain. You know, like the playoffs and preliminaries. And then we'll just see who has the best national pedophile hunter-killer network. That would be a great fucking show. I would love that show. That would be my favorite show in history. And you know what? And the proceeds of the show would go to the victims that are rescued from these fucking vampires. Because when they, when I say things like this, they hear violence against people. I'm scared. Uh, yeah, you hear what you want to hear because you're a pathetic, weak, path weak, 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 coward of a fucking person. What I'm feeling and what I'm hearing when I talk is someone save these fucking kids already. This is fucking insane. Why is human trafficking a billion dollar industry? Why? Why? Why can this exist? If, if there are people openly preying on children every day, there is terabytes and whatever's above a terabyte, I don't even know, I heard it the other day, whatever we're up to now, of child porn on the internet, sex trafficking dungeons all over the place, Epstein Island, everybody knew it existed for fucking years. I knew who Jeffrey Epstein was at least five years before he was a household name and he had a Netflix special, which left out quite a bit of the true story, I'll let you know. Everybody knows that shit goes on. And yet... You, Mr. Government, Mr. Cesus, Mr. Ah, uh, we're fighting the bad guy. We're going to stop the white supremacy. Oh, is the mean man with the ginger beard saying angry stuff on the internet again? We better get... I don't care that a six-year-old's being raped to death in a dungeon somewhere in the south end of Halifax. Who cares about that? I need to get the ginger man. That's where the fucking math... We got to get that. Why? Well, because the people that do the raping told me to get this guy because he's telling everybody about the child rape. Ha. <laughs> You guys are fucking complicit. It's disgusting. There's, there's no way this should go on.
Are, are you seriously telling me these people are so sophisticated? They're just so elusive that if the full weight of the federal government and its anti-terrorism capacity and every, all the spying technology you fucking maniacs have developed, you couldn't find and root out these people in a year? In a full year, you could eradicate them. You, that's the genocide. I, genocide for pedophiles. How about that? Minor attracted persons, pe pedophile, get them, kill them all. Every single one of them. There should be a government agency that just is dedicated to finding them, tracking them down, targeting them, and then sending in fucking uh, rainbow. And you know what? Do it. Give it the rainbow flag too. So we're inclusive. Rainbow six time. And they're going to fucking come through your goddamn wall like Batman. And they're going to kill you right there, wherever they find you and just leave you there in your filth. And they're going to, and let your fucking neighbors find you, whatever's left of you. Fuck you. Why, why aren't we doing that? I would love to have a, a, a real answer as to why we're not doing that all the time. That's not my imagination. There, there's an more than ever. Human trafficking is a bigger business with children, especially than ever before in in the history of our existence. We have all this technology, all this spying ability, all of this surveillance ability, and they're spending an, an ungodly amount of money on a fucking meme country. You people disgust me to the, the the core of my being. I can't hate you any more than I could. If my emotions can hurt you, I hope they fucking do. If my online ability to harm people online is harming you. I hope it does, and I hope it's fatal. I hope it's permanent. I hope it gives you fucking cancer having to listen to me, and I hope it hurts. I hope it hurts so much that on your last breath, the last day of your life, when you're sitting here listening to my fucking voice, shaming you for how being such of a pathetic, weasel piece of shit that you are, for not confronting the real bad guys and the real evil and the real filth that exists in this world, and you took the easy way, you went after the easy things, the easy targets... That's what you chose to do because you're a fucking coward. I hope it eats you up to the last fucking mis miserable breath of your life. I hope it does. What are you going to do? Come kill me then, you fuckers. You're, ne you're never going to be a real man. You're never going to be real anything. You're always going to be a fucking joke. Always. Till you're dead. And in generations in the future... If we for survive this catastrophe, which you helped create, they will hate that you ever existed. We will dig you up and make sure your bones are fired into space so the very soil of our planet can't be contaminated with your fucking weakness. Neo-Nazis. 
Sergeant Rock says we already have a little potato leading us into the depths of hell. I got a link here from uh, TYZ49, not Andrew Bennett, so someone else. So spineless cowards doing these lizard people's bidding straight out of they live. It's true. It's true. It's damn true. Poop Ladder says Jack Pasovic was arrested. Is that new? I'm going to have to check into that. Syrinx says the World Economic Forum uh, says the quiet parts out loud, and yet when we warn people and show them, we're still the tinfoil hat people. When someone accuses you of being a tinfoil hat person, that's an admission of being a giant pussy bitch. That's all that is. There's no excuse at this point. And, and say it to their face. Don't be like, well, that's your opinion. No, you're a fucking bitch. You're a fucking little bitch. And it's true. You know it's true. They don't know it's true. They have no fucking idea what's going on. They're trusting a television set from a bunch of people they've never met, never will meet, and talking about things they don't fucking understand, and they walk around with this faux sense of superiority like they know what the fuck is happening. They have no goddamn clue what's happening. And all they can do is lash out and say, nee, me, 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 me. Don't, even, don't even let them. Humiliate them. Humiliate them. Make fun of them in front of their fucking kids and their wives. Fucking absolutely rip them to shreds. Tear them to pieces and point out some of the things I'm talking about. Like, this is what you fucking believe. This is real. This is what you support. This is who you are as a person. Oh, you can tell me who won the fucking last five Super Bowls, but you don't know who runs this fucking country. That's cute. That's cute. You're, you're, you're a real fucking, uh, you're a real big wheel. I wish you were my dad. I'm so proud of you. Aren't, wouldn't you be proud of him, son? Don't you wish he was your dad? He knows all of the sports ball teams and all the players and everything. He knows all about it. He knows all about it. Doesn't even know where the fucking Ukraine... Couldn't show you Odessa on a map if his life depended on it. But hey, he's got the Nathan McKinnon snaps right here, right at right his fingertips. He knows it all. He knows the penalty killing percentages of every team in the league. It's fucking outstanding. That's what a man looks like, son. Go and stay with him now. I don't know anything. Um... Uh... Uh, Anderson Paladin says, uh, Chris Hansen is back, but this time <laughs> you can have a seat over there in hell this fall to kill a predator. Yeah, we need to go further. Not catch a predator. They need to be... F- well, that doesn't... That just drives them underground and makes them... They should fucking hide. They should hide. They shouldn't even have the fucking audacity. You even have these thoughts in your head? You better keep them to your fucking self. Tell no one ever. And so help me God. You fucking lay hands on a child? I will fucking... Per- I would personally... if it, I could. If it was my country, I, I would volunteer for that job. I want to be the guy that cuts your hands off of your body. That's how it starts. And then you're going to live that way for a while until we ultimately just, it's your turn in the, uh, in the dumpster crushing Olympics of scumbags. And then there's the torn apart by wolves games. And then we've got the rainbow 16. We're going to let you loose in the forest, maybe in the Appalachian mountains or something, and just see who can catch as many of you as possible. And you've got no hands. So that's funny too. Uh, maybe no feet, just stumps, you know, go stumpy. You can do it. You know, it'll be fun. We can bet on which one of them will, you know, how far they can get. There's no, there's no, um, we've lost our soul as a people when we tolerate this kind of thing. We're tolerating it. We are. We're tolerating the victimization of children right now. We've got shit like cuties on Netflix and, and, you know, to their credit, a lot of people were pissed, but that's all they were. That's all they were. Oh, so they put some softcore child porn on TV. Nah, uh, no, someone should be dead for that. What in the fuck is going on? This should be not tolerated at all. And what, you know, how a society treats its most vulnerable, 
what are we doing? Or, or, there's nothing. There's no one more innocent and vulnerable than children, and we're we're allowing them to be used as sex objects and victimized by rich, powerful scumbags, and no one does a fucking thing about it. And in fact, the people they employ, the police, the state, the intelligence agencies, they help them get away with it. And we all just sit around here like suckers, like fucking impotent losers. We can't do anything. Oh, what are you gonna do? The lease is on by. Fuck you. The least, the fucking least you can do is tell people about what's happening. Say it out loud. Stop ignoring it. Stop hiding from it. Stop pretending. Stop fucking pretending like we live in a good place. We don't. It's not a good place. When people live in, the people in our country live in fear now. I don't know what it's like in a lot of parts of America. I'm not allowed to leave the country. A lot of us aren't. People in Canada are afraid to live in their own country. You can't, there's a lot of shit you just can't say in public. I mean, you can, I do, but you're going to ruin your life. If you have a job, a career, any kind of social, it's all gone. It's all gone, all gone. I got out in front of it. I was lucky in a way. I started doing this five years ago. I burned those bridges before COVID. (laughs) I've long gone. It's been a long time. Everybody in my life is fucking super cool and based and I have no problems with any of them. My family, my friends, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. And I wouldn't trade it for the, I don't for a minute miss any of those fucking fake ass piece of shit people I used to have around me that would drop me for the fucking thinking the wrong things or saying the wrong thing. I don't miss them for a second. Sometimes I hear all bad shit that's happened to them and I go, ha! <laughs> Good. Fuck you. I don't miss him. That's the worst that can happen to you. Um, Owen Benjamin again. He said this one. He said a lot of interesting stuff. It was like when that happens to you, when you're basically exiled from society, you know, snormy society. It's like being kicked out of prison. Oh no! Oh, that's awful. Now I'll have to associate with people that you know will actually listen when other people talk to them and have original thoughts and ideas. And care about the same things that I do. That's, oh my goodness, it's horrible. Where would I be? (laughs) Where would I be? I'd probably have some fucking uh, shitty button-down job working 9, 10 hours a day uh, at something I fucking hate with some fucking bitch woman that I hate. Going to, you know, in-law people I hate even more than her. You know, and tolerating all their shit. And then when my kids come home at the end of the day and I sit there trying to fucking be half drunk while I eat my supper and they tell me about gender inclusivity and the fucking heroics of uh, St. George Floyd II and all this kinds of shit. I mean, that's gun in your mouth time. I, I, oh no, I avoided that. Oh, shady. That's terrible. What, what would I do? Oh no. I'm so sad. I, I should have just did what the normies wanted me to do. They don't have the guts to even, you know, say things out loud because that's what will happen to you. They'll take all that shit away from you. But in the end, it's better. You're, you're better off. Do you want to live the rest of your life being afraid to say what you think? You're literally afraid to be you. That's fucked. That is pri- that, that you live in a prison in your mind. You're in a mind prison. You can't say the things you believe. You can't talk about or talk about the things you want with the people you want. You got to be careful where you say it and who you say it around. Or or what what country are you in when you're in that state? Are you in Cuba? Are you in Castro's Cuba now? I don't know, but that's the state we're in for a lot of people. Like outside where we are in, you know, normie world. People are fucking scared to talk about anything. And it's exhausting. It's, It's so bad. I mean, I don't know how they do it. The rare times, usually if I'm standing in line somewhere, I have to wait for something and you hear people talking about stuff. It's like... 
it's hilarious to me. Especially Twitter's the best because it's uh it's real quick. You can tell people by their little bios quickly. It's current thing, virtue signaling. If it's men, if it's women, it says stuff like, um, you know, their pronouns, proud mom of uh, they, them, transgender, whatever, blah. Um, you know, back off, Mike. You know, mama bear, you shit. And then there's like a wine emoji, uh, probably a BLM fist, but that's been replaced by the needles now and the Ukraine flag. And then on the men's side, it's uh, a lot of sports stuff and a lot of the, and again, needles and virtue signaling, Ukraine flags and uh, pronouns as well. It's like, it's like talking to the same person and listening to them talk is like celebrity stuff, celebrity stuff, late night, funny man stuff that I saw on the TV box last night, other sports stuff, general mundane CBC talking points. It's like, they're not even, are they, are they even people? I honestly wonder that sometimes I'm not sure these are even humans. I don't know what this is, what I'm watching right now. And that's the meme is so brilliant for anybody that I used to play video games a lot. I don't anymore because I don't have time because I'm trying to be an adult. Um, but, you know, in, in these large video game worlds, it's populated by all these other characters that are not controlled by anyone. They're called NPCs, non-playable characters. They're just, it's programming. It's just coding. It's just there to create the illusion of a, wor- of a, a world with other people in it. But they're not anyone. It's just, a, it's nothing. It's just code. There's no one in there. They'll do the same. They all say the same things over and over again. Um, you know, they all do the same kind of routine pretty much rely like grand theft auto or something right or red dead redemption they're all going the same they just do the same shit every day it's like they're it's like they're on uh it's like they're like they're coded scripted that's that's almost everybody in real life they have the same routine they talk about the same thing they think the same thoughts i can pretty much tell you with a high degree of accuracy but based on someone's post and you look at their social media it's like i can tell you what this person believes probably with a 90 percent accuracy just just by looking at this, I can tell you all right away. How do you think they feel about... They hate Trump straight away. Trump, they're really worried about the insurrectionist thing in January 6th. They hope they go to jail. Uh, they think the trucker convoy was terrorism. They believe the, Nazi, the neo-Nazi uh, meta-fucking narrative as well. They're double vaccinated, probably going to get vaccinated again. They watch a lot of television. They have a shitty relationship with their spouse because they live in a fantasy world. There's no real human connection between this person and their partner, if they even have one. If they have kids, that was even, that's even worse than the ones that they don't have with their partner or spouse. Uh, they have a job that they hate. That's why they're on Twitter so much all the time because they don't want to be engaged in what they're actually doing in real life. So they, you know, live vicariously on the internet. Um, oh, and yeah, look at this Star Wars pictures and this guy's taking pictures of Star Wars toys for some reason. This guy literally lives in a fantasy world, uh, which is more relatable to a fucking 12 year old because that's the last time he remembers feeling anything uh, good in his entire fucking life. That's why he's, uh, you know, go, am I, how am I doing so far? You guys are the fuck. You're all, they're all the same. They're all exactly the same. It's the same person. They're the same person. They're just, they're just wearing different, as you would in video game, different skins, different outfits. Oh, look. This is, uh, oh, black Afro NPC guy. Oh, hello, Asian uh, NPC person. Hello, white suburban mom NPC person. Did you guys know you all of you agree on all of the same things all of the time and are all outraged by all the same things at the same time by the same thing, you know, in lockstep? You can, you can measure their emotional instability levels by the rise and fall of breaking news patterns. It's, it's crazy. It's like a, it's dance puppets and they just, you know, play, run the monkey pox and away we fucking go again. We're going to do the next thing and they just jump right into it. 
Now you can tell the, the ones that are really bad, they're still wearing masks, right? Even in, even in cucked out Nova Scotia, it's like 70% of people here are not wearing masks anymore. But there's still probably 30% of them that are. And it's just like, wow. I mean, wow. I can't believe people are this dumb. But you know what? I'm not sure that they're people. They might not be. How can you be sure? How can you be really sure? That that is that. How can you be? You want you want to fuck with your head? How can you be positive that we don't live in a in a very complex computer simulation? And when you die, it's just over, and it wakes up, and you get debriefed. Here's how you did. Not too good. Run it again. You're going back in, and then you start over again as a baby. Here you go. Do it again. <laughs> and if that was the case, how do you know most of these people in the world are even real? They even exist. <laughs> You know, I would think that's crazy, but then I see how stupid everyone is and how obvious the fucking lies are that they work for it that I'm not sure we're even the same species at times. I, I don't understand this. I don't know if it's possible. True FX, hey man, how are you? Been a while. Thank you very much. This is awesome stream. Uh, you're on fire speaking uh, from my mind and soul. I have your mind and I am inside your soul. <laughs> Thanks for the support, man. I appreciate it very much. NYC bit says, Top is marching so hard inside my mind's eye right now. Uh, good rant. Thank you, man. Uh, Sir Toast. It's not even Sir Toast II, just a different Sir Toast. There's a lot of Sir Toasts. It's interesting. It says, I'm the United States in uh, just 2022 alone. So far... 135 teachers, teachers' aides, substitute teachers, and staff have been charged with sex crimes involving minors. People should be weeding them out forcefully. Dead pedos can't reoffend, And it sends a message to the living ones. Maybe don't do that or we'll fucking kill you. We will kill you straight up. And, uh, you know, there's not going to be any dignity in it either. Your body will just be left in the street to be fed on by crows until there's nothing but bones. And as I said earlier, we'll package it up in a box along, you know, and, and fire it into space so we don't have your, whatever's left of your DNA contaminating um, the, the plants and soil and so on. Because, I mean, it can't be good, right? If something that awful could live, it, it needs, it, it's got to go. We got to get rid of it. Why do you weed a garden? Why, when you find mice or rats in your house, you kill them, you get rid of them. It's not good for your, you know, your environment. Right? Some things have just got to be fucking gone. Like the bubonic plague. The blue taco says, can we skip all the fancy stuff? Just choke the life out of them by hand. <laughs> Look them in the eye the whole way through. If you can do it and have a boner at the same time, now you're, now you're, now you're hardcore. Uh, CRJ says, Joanne McMahon and Rage Johnson. <laughs> Hashtag rage break. We should do video. <laughs> That's a good idea. I was a joke. We should do the body break stuff. I'll do it again. I'll do it again right now. It's been a while. And, uh, you know, we need to be in shape because hunting these people down and, uh, you know, strangling them <laughs> takes it takes level of physical fitness. I was going to do the body break commercial, but um, with a twist. <laughs> so this is a twist to it. Let's remember this. Because back in the day... Uh, you know, in the '90s, when we had a semblance of the of a government that actually cared about the people that lived here, there, this program would come on if you're younger than me, and it would act literally remind you to go exercise and do something so you don't become unhealthy and sick. Um, now we have a Calvin Klein model who's a 400 pound obese woman or a pregnant man 
and uh you know encouraging people to get as fat and disgusting as possible and it's all body positive it doesn't matter you can be as fat and gross and near death as it doesn't matter it doesn't matter you're costing the healthcare system you know gratuitous amounts of resources due to self-inflicted uh inability to maintain your own fucking uh, body or anything like that it's just uh you know just racists and nazis that's the problem anyway this is how the commercial this is the old one but I this is how the new one should be Yeah, let's get out. Look at these people. They're out running. There's a kid. They're playing volleyball. Look at them. Every single one of them's thin. What's wrong with you? You could be kayaking right now. You're on a couch for some fucking reason. Look, these people got friends. Where are yours? You even have friends, you fucking loser? War canoe. That sounds based. Even golf. Even golfers are getting in on this right now. Look at this guy. Look at these people climbing rocks with chains. That kid's flying through the air. We got... Kids, up. look at this. We got ninja kids. What are you doing? Not doing ninja anything. You're ninja eating cheese on the refrigerator at 2 a.m. Look at this. Playing football. There's chicks. That guy's in a wheelchair. He's in better shape than you. Look, that dog is even jacked. What's wrong with you? Do something for the love of God. Dance teams, anything. Just move your fucking body for Christ's sakes, Canada. And at the same time, you can keep fit participating in all sorts of activities. Yeah, there is no excuse. Climb mountains, you piece of shit. And have fun. Have fun by doing stuff, for God's sakes. Twitter is not an activity. Dude, do some. Go outside! It's all outside if you haven't noticed, by the way. This is all outdoor. Look at this. The baby in the stroller is getting fresh air. You better get out there. Body break. Body break, Canada. You make me sick. <laughs> Just really insulting. <laughs> Over the top fucking like. You're just like. Shamed by your television for like two minutes. Yeah, Dave, it should be David Goggins. Goggins should be the guy. <laughs> and he just rips you to shreds like you're some uh, some private in the airborne and it's 1981. Oh, I miss those days. I said something on Twitter the other day because um, it, it's a long story, but there's these, these fucking, you know, and again, I'm just because this is the way the world is. Disclaimer. I, as a veteran, do not speak for anyone else. These are my opinions, and they're my opinions alone. However, just so you know, I am the most honest grunt in the fucking country, probably. Probably in the history of the Canadian Forces. I'm probably the most honest guy that's ever going to fucking exist as far as this shit goes. And I'm going to tell you right now, not all veterans are the same. We're not. It's not the same. If you're a guy whose experience in the military was being a cook in the Navy in peacetime, flipping pancakes and scrambling eggs, uh, versus, say, a 19-year-old who did nine months in the military, maybe two years, hardly anything, retired as a private because he had his fucking legs removed by a Chinese Type 7 RPG in the Panjway Valley in the battle for the fucking white schoolhouse. You two are not the fucking same. I don't care how many years you flipped canned pancakes. Tell me more. Tell me more about the battle of the breakfast burrito, you fucking sack of shit. That kid is more entitled to fucking saying what's going on than you will ever be in your entire life. These two things are not the same and, you know, these guys here on this side that actually do the fighting and the dying and the suffering and all that shit uh you know how we outwardly they'll say hey 
you know, we're all the same. All, you know, we're all, it's all one big community. It's not true. And they have no fucking respect for you at all. Very, very little. Just cook the fucking breakfast and get out of the fucking way. Because without the combat arms, guys, I'm sorry to say, fellas, uh, there is no army. There is no war. Uh, that's the whole point. The point is there's people trying to fight us and kill us, so we send our fighters to fight and kill them. And if you're not one of the people right at the front with a fucking weapon ready to fight and kill and die, uh, you should just shut the fuck up and sit down because you didn't really have to worry about too much. And these guys sacrifice their fucking lives and their bodies and their minds. And uh, when a bunch of them get together, say, make an organization, say, let's call it uh, Veterans for Freedom by just by example, uh, you don't get to sit there and say a fucking word to them ever you you don't you you didn't earn shit you lived in peacetime and you did nothing have some fucking humility because right now that's the gold standard for what we have world war all those guys are gone they're all gone and i wish they weren't because they would tell you the exact same fucking thing you could know what they'd think yeah i did because we literally walked in their shoes literally we had the same fucking job so we learned the same kind of culture and ethics and morality and things that matter and things that don't and the things that don't matter are big mouth back bench rear echelon motherfucking pogues that were too scared to pick up a gun throwing some medals on that they earned in the fucking gulf war in 1990 when on the fucking ship eating bacon hundreds of miles away away from a single drop of blood telling people now how to fucking feel and how to fucking think about the culture of the military and the direction of the country how about that fuck stick i would love to br- i want to bring back the old army right I'm, i i miss it so bad these people wouldn't fucking exist you don't get to talk and the only reason they do is because they can do it on 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 social media where nobody's going to call them out on their fucking shit these guys would never have the i dare you to walk around fucking show up at the karenia club in petawawa on the junior ranks and start see how far you get with that shit for getting your teeth knocked down your fucking neck not too fucking far huh you want to come out come out to griffins huh some night and see how far you get with your base fucking takes on how the warrior culture is and should be mr fucking uh you know guy that fixed radios on a bus one time in 1998 shut the fuck up nobody asked you that's the same thing like i'm gonna speak on behalf of the toronto maple leafs as the guy who fills the gatorade bottles about the team's effort this season um no you shouldn't you really should i understand that your paycheck says toronto maple leafs on it however uh let's fucking pump the brakes there a little bit um because again uh if you don't have these guys there's no army if we don't have you we'll just make our own food i can cook my own breakfast i don't want to i don't need to that's what you're for that's what you're here for um so just humbly accept that and accept your fucking role this is how how it used to be in the in the roman legion days the the legionnaires were the top of the fucking pile and they had the utmost respect why because they would fight and die you know for the empire for the republic whatever and the guys that cleaned the shields and sharpened the weapons and made the equipment and fed them and all that they were you know technically part of the legions but they weren't really given any kind of fucking i mean why would you you're basically like a like a contracted employee of the actual army to call to to pretend that these guys are the same is is pretty fucked and i knew something was really fucking wrong with the culture of the canadian forces when uh when rick hillier the general wanted to impose the uh the the combat award uh decoration it was just going to be a little little thing to put on your uniform that would show other people as you wore it and walked around this person has been in combat in defense of the nation you should show him the respect that 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 in debt deserves 
And you know what? The Canadian military couldn't handle that because it's 95, 98% uh, gutless pukes that want to act like badasses. But like, you know, like the rest of the Canadian public, it's, it's such a mirror image, right? It's two to 5% of the public that are actually hard people that give a shit and will you know, self-sacrifice. But it's 95, 98% selfish, entitled pieces of garbage. So it's not surprising that the overwhelming majority of the military, you know, staff and leadership was like, but then how do I act like a badass? How do, how do I go home and, and like, and tell women at bars that I'm a war hero if I don't have the proof of it? Let's just torch the whole program because it would create an unfair us and them mentality. That was the argument for why Rick Hillier couldn't get his combat, you know, infantry badges and stuff into the tank corps, the infantry, the armored, the medics, the fuck, the medics, yes, the fucking engineers, all these guys. We can't recognize. So it was it was more important that the hurt feelings of being too much of a fucking listen, no one forced you to not join the combat arms. You chose to, right? But you want to still have that you want to stand on the shoulders of these dead men and these wounded men and accept the same amount of praise and gravitas that they fucking earned literally through their own blood. That was more important to the command staff than to recognize those men that suffered, bled, and died with a little piece of fabric on their fucking shirt that's all it was and you couldn't even handle that why because you're a fucking faggot loser that's why that's why i have no respect for people like that so no not so oh well that person's i don't give a fuck if you're a veteran what kind of person are you are you a piece of shit or not? That's the only thing I've ever cared about. And by and large, there is a lot of people in the, uh, in the you know, not just Canada, but in every community that are pieces of shit. There are rapists that are veterans. There are war criminals that are veterans. I had guys saying that too. Where's the proof? My experience, my eyes, my ears. Uh, yeah, there was war crimes in Afghanistan, bud. 100%. Sorry. Sorry, you want to talk about the fucking, you know, the shining honor of the fucking Canadian military? I'd fucking careful throwing those rocks around, fella. <laughs> well, why didn't you say? What do you want me to say? You want me to you want me to snitch and rat on the whole fucking battalion and all and everybody? Why? What's going to happen? Who's going to pay for it? Is the prime minister and the leadership that got us into that illegal fucking war that we had no business being in in the first place, are they going to pay for anything? Nope. Just the people on the ground will be hung like scapegoats and drummed out of the military, sent to prison, and, and, and you know treated as though they were some kind of you know abnormal, oh my God, outlier of the system that never should have happened. When in fact, they just did what they were told, essentially. And you know what? That's just how it is. It would have changed. It wouldn't have fixed or helped anything. I'm not going to burn a bunch of guys that it just as easily could have been me if I found myself in that position. Why the fuck would I do that? But you know what? That makes sense to me because, like I said, I was there. I had my boots in the ground with blood on them and everything else. While you people sat in airfields and on Navy ships hundreds, thousands of fucking miles away criticizing what the men on the ground do as they bleed and fight and die. Fuck you very, very much. Oh, I had to get that out. Sorry. Stone Shred says uh, their hands ever hear of nugget porn? Maybe turn pedos into nuggets. I don't want to know what that is. Now that you told me, I feel like I know what it is and I, I wish I didn't. Sergeant Rock says, so the Matrix is real now. Mm, so much to think of. We're basically in one. Uh, Wiggling shit. How you doing, brother? You like? He made me He made me this sweater. Him and his little lady, I believe. He says, I wasn't going to donate today, but you played Body Break. I'm only so strong. That's the Diagonal version of Body Break, where I, it's just 60 seconds of me brutally shaming you. 
that whole thing was spawned on the idea that the army used to be way uh way more even in my day it was like way more brutal than it is now i remember i told a guy and we're still you know we've like made up since then i've told the story i don't want to get into it too much but i remember i told him um i told him to like just lay down in a ditch and die he should just kill himself i'm just giving it to him in front of the whole company because i was so angry and disturbed and just disgusted by his lack of effort you know your lack of faith disturbs me, you know? And uh, I remember I was running next to him as he was like barely clinging to life at like a four kilometer an hour jog or something. Like we were barely moving. And he's just like, Ugh. it was just real shape. <laughs> and I, I ran up to him and everyone was like, oh, here he comes again. Me, right? And the guys, the guys were, and I was just running next to him and just looking at him. I was already streaming at him for like an hour. I was like, Terry Fox ran across this country on one fucking leg and you can't even make it to the Lindsay Valley area. Look at you. Oh my God. And you want to be a fucking infantry soldier in this nation's military. And you can't even, you're disgusted. And then at the end, we were credited in and he was just all sweating. I was like, I wish I had a mirror right now so I could show you just how pathetic you look. <laughs> I'm so mad. It was, just, it was brutal. How is that? That two-hour stretch was probably the most mean I've ever been to anyone in my life, and I just was like, I took out probably nine years of military frustration on this kid <laughs> all at once. And the major was there, the colonel was there, my, and they all just looked. They literally, I remember the, I remember what the major, one of the company commander, turned back and looked at me and was like, whip. <laughs> just looked away i was like okay they approve i'm gonna keep doing this yeah where is he now he's out now he was in for a while i think he went to the air force after a bit and and uh yeah but uh yeah he's around he's probably might be listening to this right now i did feel a little bad about it after the fact but you know he'll tell you too and this in fairness he was supposed to be in shape when we returned from the exchange with the marine corps and he was not in shape he was in much worse shape i was furious <laughs> So things happened, and my and my uh, my platoon warrant told me to basically annihilate him emotionally as much as possible. So I I did I did my best. <laughs> Julie Mora, how are you, my lady? How are you doing? I hope everything's going well. Did you get your power back? Are you were you in the blackout zone? I hope you didn't use a generator and get a noise complaint. I understand the people of the Ottawa Valley are very tough, very hard people. I mean, honking and, and generators making noises now. How long until the city of Ottawa has an injunction on killing all birds because the bird chirping noises is considered offensive and, you know, the chirping is just really messaging from Heinrich Himmler from beyond the grave. They're just, all noise has to be, it's going to be like a quiet place, you know? Anybody making noise will just be killed immediately because Ottawa's just like that now. <laughs> Sean M said, those men that saw combat deserve the notice. They earned it. Says this guy who was a reserve PCA but never saw combat. Respect. Thanks for standing for us, man. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm just fucking being real here. It's not the same thing. And I would say this if I was one of these people, it's like, what did you do in the army? I was a mechanic. Did you? No, I didn't do anything. I was a mechanic. I deployed once to a, I did the exact same thing that I would have done in Canada, except it was hot. I slept on a cot in a in a in a, out of bed a mattress actually in an air-conditioned uh trailer i had hot food three times a day i had laundry service and i talked to my family every night via the internet connection that i had in my fucking shack room it really wasn't that bad 
I am not going to fucking sit there and be like, well, I'm a veteran too. As there's fucking airborne guys with missing limbs and fingers and eyes and shit talking, talking about what's going on. I just, I would just politely sit the fuck down and shut up because who the fuck am I to tell them anything? Right. But that's not how these people think because we have an, we have an, an era and a country of entitlement. And, uh, you know, it was beat into them then too. It was like, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And they got the same amount of danger pay. How fucked is that? Did you know if you were a fucking, uh, infantryman, uh, rifleman, machine gunner, whatever, out in the fucking shit storm of the fucking Panjway Valley or in, in fucking Hellman province or doing any of this shit, the, the amount of danger pay you get for your job was the exact same as if you were same said mechanic in Kandahar airfield and never so much as heard a loud noise. That sound right to you? I thought that was pretty fucked. Um, and a lot of us did and still do. And the difference, uh, my friend, my friends out there in the social media world that think I, oh, this guy doesn't rep. Let me tell you a fucking secret. I say all the things the fucking grunts wish they could say and get away with. Right. But I'm already here. I'm already public enemy. Number one. I'm already the fucking bad guy. I got nothing to lose. And I'm, you know what? My inbox is full of these guys encouraging me all the fucking time, all the fucking time. To, to show you the same kind of respect and hold you at the same level as these guys who fucking endure literal waking nightmares is disrespecting them. Do you understand? That, that doesn't raise you up. That brings them down. That makes whatever they went through really not that big of a deal because it's the same as you. Because, well, you stitched clothes together in clothing stores and you punched in shit on a computer for a while. So it's the same. That's the same thing. As being fucking paralyzed when you were shot in the back of a helicopter, you know, exfiltrating out of a fucking operation. That's the same. It's exactly the same. No, it's not. The fucking guy paralyzed the helicopter hit by ground fire as he's fucking flying out of a fucking Hollywood type fucking raid in the middle of the night is not the same as some asshole who's probably obese and can't even pass a fucking fitness test stitching together clothes in clothing stores and, and telling these guys as they try and clear out of their units to get sent home on medical uh, fucking termination because he's paralyzed. He can't be a fucking special forces operator anymore. You go, uh, you got to take this back and clean it. It's not clean enough to me to take it my clothing stores. Shut the fuck up. Do you have any idea how many conversations we have about just beating you motherfuckers to death right in clothing stores? It's literally a daily occurrence. Every single day, someone has to go to clothing stores and get some piece of equipment exchanged, returned, or, or whatever, and you give them a hard time. And you think, well, that's just how it is. Do you understand how, where you are in the food chain of the military right now? And where you, you know, Sergeant Clothing Stores guy is beneath private anyone who has a gun. That's, sorry, you know, in my opinion, it's just my opinion, but it happens to be shared by quite a few troops. Sorry, I don't know if you don't like that. Does that make you upset the things I'm saying? You don't like it? It's the fucking truth. It's the truth. You fucking know it. They all know it is. We all know it is, fellas. All right? So what are we doing? Why are we tolerating this? And the, and the shit that would drive me nuts when they have these, like, uh, like the little things that the country ever does to, to, to show, you know, somebody said, do they not? All? Yeah, everybody has guns, sort of, technically. But I meant people that are, like, using them. They're taking them out to find the bad guys and fight them to the death. Uh, it's only 5% of the military that does that. The rest of them don't. The little, the, the small, tiny gestures of respect that we get in this country at all, oftentimes is scooped up by these, you know, 
Air Force guys and, and not not even pilots, not even like special forces helicopter pilots in the Air Force. That's fucking sketchy, scary job. Or like the fighter pilots or anything like that. It's like here's Sergeant fucking blah, blah, blah. He's the you know he's a cook at Canadian Forces Base Greenwood, and he's here to accept some award on behalf of the Toronto Maple Leafs at the fucking Air Canada Center. And he's got free box tickets for himself and his friends and his family. Everybody clap for this fucking guy who's never been near a dead body in his life. Meanwhile, fucking few blocks away, there's a homeless guy from the Canadian Airborne that was disbanded, and he was in fucking Somalia, and he's never been right since. He's living on the street asking for money. Few blocks away, while you honor some fucking guy who did nothing. <laughs> it's wrong. It's fucking wrong how these guys... I don't want any... This has nothing to do with me. I didn't. I hardly did shit. Um, but there's a lot of guys that have some pretty crazy stories and pretty crazy fucking careers. And the fact that they aren't recognized for this and, and given the respect they deserve and held to a fucking higher standard and, and the difference is not made where they go, well, yes, you're in the military. Yes, I thank you for your service and yes and this and that. But, but that's, you're not the same as those guys. Let's, let's get real, okay? Come on. That's the same as somebody that works for, like, let's just use the police. Let's say that somebody that works at the fucking, uh, you're the receptionist. You're the receptionist at the police station, right? And, and you think you're also entitled to the same level of fucking, you know, accolades and everything else as, as the people that, the rare cops that do actually hunt down pedophiles and gangbangers and actually do their fucking job. Oh, it's the same. We both work for the police force. We're the, I'm basically the same. No, you're not. You're a receptionist. We can replace you tomorrow. Uh, you're really not that, you know, just accept, humbly accept who you are and what you are and own it and be quiet, right? If I need your opinion on how to fix the computer, I'll call you. If I want to know how to scramble some eggs and cook up some bacon real quick for a few hundred guys on a ship, you're the guy I'll call. I don't, I have a feeling I'm not going to need that advice, but if I do, I'm coming your way, son. Because I'm busy. The guys are busy. They're fighting a war. It's, uh, it's, it's complicated. It's very violent and scary. They're busy, um, you know, writing, you know, letters to their children they may never see again and this kind of thing and, you know, and so on. They're literally living in a fucking plane of existence that you can't even fathom. It doesn't even, it's not even within reach. And that's why you're such a disrespectful piece of shit. You've never suffered in your life. You've never really suffered. Oh, did you do basic training? Did you? I, th- there's a, there's a f- pollution in the military of people like this too, of these, like, uh, the, these, these non-combat trades that think they're just as good because they did a fucking rundown once, or they did, they were in the field once for three days and had to wear campaign on their face. And they did like basically their kindergarten version of a patrol of a recon patrol. They, they went two kilometers from their fucking hide and they pretended to hide in the way. And they think, well, I'm basically the infantry too. No, you're not <laughs> Not even close. You can't even imagine the level of suffering and fear and the shit that you have to overcome as a man in your soul that exists beyond the limited, tiny fucking universe that you have, which is quite frankly, an air conditioned sea can trailer, a fucking permanent internet connection three hot meals a day and you get to see and talk to your family every day we are not the same okay and uh my my connection and my loyalty and my uh, affinity lies with the the men and women that did this that walked the same roads and pass literally in a lot of cases as i did and faced the same enemy fire as i did and and much more those people are the people I look up to and I respect, and that's that. And I, good for you. You did all these other, that's nice, I guess, whatever. 
But when when we're talking and those guys are talking and they're trying to tell something to the public, if you think you're going to stand there and say some fucking, uh, you know, you're going to try and denigrate them and suggest that they don't, they shouldn't be speaking and that's not how things are. And that's not how things were done. When you didn't do a fucking goddamn thing yourself, yeah, I'm coming for you. One, two, three, four. You did that twice, Entropy and Rumble. You didn't have to do that. I th- uh, thank you very much for that, Julie. I appreciate it. I hope you're doing well. It's been a while. I gotta, I gotta check in with you. What's going on in there? Did you escape Ontario? Please tell me yes. Angry Soldier 100 says, "This hurts." I retired in January. Now I sit here high as balls, eating a bucket of pitted dates. I need this, brother. <laughs> I got you, man. Right? And the thing is, like. If you're offended by what I'm saying, you're the exact fucking person I'm talking about. And you you probably should be fucking offended by what I'm saying, because I'm talking directly at you, you fucker. And uh, if you're not, then you, you, you know I'm not talking about you. And you're probably agreeing, because it's true. Do you have any idea how much time we have on our hands to talk to each other? It's a lot. It's a lot. It's like nine, 95% of your career is sitting around talking to the guys while you wait around for something. It's most of the time. Most of your job is uh, you're literally like a Borg drone from Star Trek or something. You're just waiting. Just sitting there. You know, if they would just have present arms the whole time. Waiting to kill something. Not, you know, that's not literally what we do, but you'll be sitting around company stores or the unit lines or on a tarmac or on a bus or on a plane or in the field or in some kind of attack position or fu- something. It's it's 95% waiting around. I'm not kidding. That is your career. It, or, or it's sitting around in a tank for fucking 15 hours waiting for somebody to tell you where to go. That's it. It's most of your time. You got nothing but time to talk to people. So you get to know each other pretty well. Um, so I don't know. I might not have been the buck, uh, the fucking, I'm not the fucking ultimate warrior that's ever lived, that's for sure, but I, I know these guys very well. I spend a lot of time talking to them, and I like to think I'm, I'm okay, I'm decent at communication. I've got a pretty good read on how they think and how they feel, uh, because I am them and, and we're the same. And I still talk to them all the time. I love these guys. I love hearing from them. I love, you know, it's, it's great. And uh, we have a, a bond that exists that is, at the time, you take for granted, but it's, you can't, uh, there's no toughness. The shit we did together is, is, uh, transcends, uh, everything else. Um, let's see. Yeah, it was Pantera. It was Pantera. Fucking hostile, it's called. That was a long, I was a good long, how long did I yell about the military? An hour? Felt like it. Oh my God, I didn't even, I was worried I wouldn't have enough shit to talk about. I'm, I'm almost running out of time and I didn't even hit most of it. 
I did trash the conservative party. That's good. I wanted to do that. There. Terrible. Terrible. Right? Terrible. Um, let's see. I'm gonna, we got we to gotta be strategic about this now. <laughs> Where's this one? Um, I should probably talk about, you know. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm calculating right now. This was happening in my head. Somebody put on one of those filters where it's just like numbers and like formulas and stuff. There's a filter Morgan used the other day on Snapchat, I think, where it's just, it's just like all kinds of equations. That, uh, uh, John C. Riley did when he was that doctor, uh, whatever. And he's like, <laughs> that's what's happening in my head right now. Um, um, okay. I think I got it. Go. We got it. Got it. Good. Go. Purple head penis guy says the vast majority of Canadians want mandatory vaccines and mandatory vaccine passports and says there would be consequences for those who are not able or not willing to do that. And we can look at what those consequences are. Oh, the, the arrogance. This is a guy that walks around in public with no security detail. People are right up next to him. Anything could have happened to him. Just saying. Uh, You just threatened five, six million people. Uh, More, if you don't count the not fully vaccinated. Because it's three now. If you don't have three vaccines, you're not fully vaccinated anymore. And of course, it will be four after that. You just threatened millions of people and their families and their children, uh, threatened them with consequences, and you're just going to want the arrogance on this fucker because there's never any consequences for them. But that, uh, that's going to change. It's just the way of the world, man. Party leader. Purple head, uh, penis guy. And it's just, he's only going, he's just going with the pink one now all the time. It seems like, uh, said on Friday that he feels the, he feels it's not correct. It's not statistically accurate. He's an imbecile of uh, Canadians would support a mandatory vaccine, at least for some sectors of society and consequences for those who don't apply with the, comply with the order. There should be consequences for you. Aren't you banned from several countries for supporting the air India bombers? I think you're a, you're a terrorist. Is that not correct? I believe he is. I think he's a pretty sure he's a terrorist. Um, we know the vast majority of Canadians want to do their part to keep people safe and want to be vaccinated. Um, no, everyone that wants to is and has been. And we know that people who are on the front line, the front line, there is no front line. There's no trenches. There's no guns or bombs or artillery cannons. Stop making war comparisons to the flu. Could you please? I find it offensive. I find it incredibly deeply disrespectful that you keep using warlike rhetoric to compare this ridiculous theatrical fucking production in which we all live to like the first world war. I find that insane. You should have your fucking head examined, hopefully with a hammer. That would be preferable. He then mentioned that he would want to work with people, but obviously by means of giving them rules to follow. So I had a conversation with a guy on the weekend 
And that's why I named and titled this one the way that it is, because I, you know, we, we talked about this and it's a good, it's a good thought and it's very, very true. And it's so simple, but it's just because it's simple doesn't mean it's easy. It's like, how do, how do you get to the top of Mount Everest or how do you get to the top of a mountain? You climb it. That's it. <laughs> doesn't mean it's easy to do, but it's not complicated. You just, well, we're here and you're going to, how do you, how do you march from Vancouver to Ottawa, James Top? Uh, you, you do. You know, we'll start walking and you don't stop till you get there. And it's that. Doesn't mean it's easy, but it's very simple. And the thing that I'm talking about and what we talked about was, uh, what do you call it? Mora- the morality. The slave morality versus the master morality. And we have a, a world of, there's only two kinds of people. There's slaves and there's masters. And which one are you? The slaves are the people that are willing to compromise their beliefs, their thoughts, um, their actions, you know, to comply with an outside force you're doing something you don't want to do or, or, or believe you know participating in something you don't want to do because something else is compelling you to do that even though you don't want to even though you may very strongly not want to and very strongly disagree with it but you're not going to you just you know you're going along with it why because you're a slave you could fight you know you could fight it and there's going to be consequences but that's scary to you, so you don't do it. That's the that's the master morality. You're the master of your own mind and your own spirit and your own body. I will fucking decide what I say, what I do, where I go. Whatever the consequences are, those are what the consequences are. I don't care, but I make the decisions about me and my life and my existence. I decide. I don't look to other people and have them tell me what I should do. I decide what I should do. If I have a problem, I will sit and meditate on it and think about what I should do, how I feel about it, what I feel is the correct thing to do, and then I do that thing. I don't fucking ask the government, least of all, how I am to live my life. Exactly, that's what, that's what that means. Fuck you, make me. You have the, you have the right to tell somebody to go fuck themselves. Are you going to lose your job? Maybe. Are people going to be mad at you? Probably. You're going to have all kinds of problems, social relationship problems. Maybe you will. I don't know what your particular situation is, but that is a choice at the end of the day. And every time you choose to bend your desires and yourself to the will of someone or something else, you weaken yourself. You weaken yourself spiritually and and morally, and, and the very fabric of your soul becomes weaker and softer and more malleable like clay. And you've got an entire generation of people that have been doing that their whole lives. They they bend, they kneel, they yield. They're used to it. They always do it. They do it so much now that the government can just say, you know, anything it wants. And they will do it because they don't even think anymore. They've resigned their their radio frequency, if you will, in their head to a methodology of they say I do. It's as simple as that. They don't even consider not doing it. It doesn't even occur to them. Where in the other mindset, the master mindset, and these are people that end up doing shit and getting things done and end up, you know, running running their worlds, essentially, however big or small they may be. Somebody who has his own his own business, his own company. 
all the way up to you know maybe that you're the, you're the you're the fucking damn near running a country or something or beyond that I don't know but I'll I'll give them this you have to give them this and this is why they're winning this is why these people that ro- rule the world they are where they are because they deserve to be because they don't they're not slaves they're they're just they decide what the fuck they're going to do and they do it and everybody else just lets them because they've submitted to, it's, it's not that you're not the same you're not thinking the same slave morality master morality do you, do you decide or do they to someone else what is it you want to do what do you want to do with your life who do you want to be what do you want to say where do you want to go why aren't you doing those things there is no reason the only reason is you if you if you have any other reason except to say that i i, I it's up to me i should just do it yes that's correct if that's what you want then do it Everything else, oh, but my school says, or my boss says, or my wife is gonna, or by all, you're a fucking slave to that. You're not living your life. You're living it in in accordance with other people's, you know, what they want to do, what they want you to do. So are you even you anymore? What are you? You're you're, you're being given input in programmable, uh, you know, decisions by other people. And you just do what everybody else wants. You're a people pleaser. Good for you. You're a fucking doormat. Right on. You know what you're going to, you know, you're eventually going to rise to be nothing. You're just a number. You're a cog in a machine. You're another faceless, nameless, anonymous, nothing. And that's the biggest waste of life you could be. Any single person in the world has unlimited potential. I believe that really. Not that they could be anything, but they could be anything in the sense of if they decided to just do and chase and be whatever the fuck, uh, you know, is, is, you know, important to them, who knows where that could take them. And instead, so many people just accept and, and submit and kneel and yield to this system that exists. And they say, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that. Or they just accept the rules. They don't look for a way around it. They don't look for a way to fight it, a way to win. A way, they, do, they just give up. They just do it. That's not a, you're not a master of shit. It doesn't mean master as in like you're a billionaire uh, banking CEO. It means master as in I'm running my own life. There's only one person in charge in my life and it's me. And that's how it should be for everyone. That's what freedom is. I can think what I want. I will say what I want. I'll go where I want. I'll talk to who I want. I'll not talk to who I want. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. But what if they put you in jail? Then they put me in jail. But they'll never, they'll ne- that, that, right? They will never have an influence over my mind. They don't control my mind. I do. They can do physically things to you, I guess, yeah. But they, they'll, they'll never, you, there's no puppet strings coming from you. They, they, they don't own you. You do whatever you want. You're a free person. You're either, you're either the master of your own, rea- your own life and your own destiny or you're not and you're making excuses and you're and you're you know scared to do anything because you're a fucking slave and those are the people that end up being slaves the government picks up the whip and they go okay i'm sorry and you're trading the consequences the physical emotional whatever pain and consequences there could be you're avoiding that but it comes at a cost. You think, it's, you think it's being smart. They'll be like, oh, it's just smarter to do like this. It's smarter, is it? You're sacrificing yourself, your spirit, your soul. You're, you're telling yourself to take a knee so you don't get whipped. 
Except the whipping would make you stronger in reality. It's going to hurt. It's going to suck. But you didn't, you didn't bend. You didn't say no. Or you didn't say yes. You didn't agree. You didn't submit. You said, fuck you, make me. Make me. You can't. That's the, that's the, that's, it's a trick question. It's a trick. It's a, it's a double statement. Fuck you, make me. You can't make me. It's impossible. And the harder you try, the more exhausted you're going to be, and the stronger I get. Spiritually, emotionally, right? And if everybody did that, Jesus, you can't control that. How do you control people like that? And I think that's, that's one of the pathways to the, to the liberation of, of people. I think we're all enslaved in a lot of ways. We're all controlled in a lot of ways. Um, you know, myself, I mean, it's something I work on all the time. But we're controlled and we're enslaved by this system here because we're, we're, you know, afraid of certain things. We don't, you know, you're afraid to do it. You're afraid to go all the way or afraid to say something or do something. You don't want to upset somebody. You don't want to piss somebody off. You don't want to throw away some kind of opportunity or whatever. And to do that, it means to swallow part. You're killing part of yourself because inside yourself is you and you want, I really, I want to do this. I want to say this. I want to, I want to, and you, you basically smother yourself to appease an outside entity, an outside force that isn't you. So you're, the, you're, you're a slave. You've muzzled yourself. You've shackled yourself. Because you were afraid. Masters are not afraid of shit. Okay, being afraid is when, you, when, you're, when, you're, when there's fear and then you act in accordance um, with the fear. You do what the fear dictates. Don't do that. It's scary. Okay. It's okay to be scared, but it's not okay to not do something you know you need to do or should do or want to do because you're scared. That's the challenge, and I think that's part of what the universe uh, likes to do to fuck with people. That's the, that's the, the toll you have to pay. That's like the metaphorical uh, uh, walking on coals or something, if you will. If you can walk across this, this bridge of the hot coals, you can have what's on the other side. You got to, yeah, okay, you want to do it? It's going to be real scary, but you're going to have to find the courage and summon the energy and the force of will to overcome that fear and be bigger than the fear. And then that level of fear no longer affects you because for the rest of your life, you can say, well, I did this that time. I surely I can do the same thing that's equally or less scary. You do this your whole life. Eventually you're fucking an unstoppable superpower, (laughs) right? You won't be afraid of anything. And that doesn't mean, again, that there's not going to be consequences. Of course there will be. Maybe somebody fucking kills you, maybe whatever. But at the cost of your your being your authentic self to say and be and just be the unique person that you are because that's death. That's the worst. Look around. Look at the people I described earlier. I get crazy and animated and stuff about it, but it, it's true, man. They're all the same. They believe the same things. They watch the same, same TV shows. They listen to the same shitty music that means nothing. It doesn't inspire anything. They all talk about the same things. They watch the same sports all the time. There's nothing going on upstairs. It's an endless cycle of consumerism and taking drugs and drinking and wasting time. And, you know, one minute you're 19, 20, and the next thing you're 67 and you're on your way out and you're sitting there confused going what the fuck was that what 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 did i even do what was that and then you're dead that's a tragedy how do you live your entire life like that being afraid to exist how can you be content 
to just exist and be the same as everyone else because you were too scared to have the wrong opinion or to fight. Sorry, if you have any opinions at all, if you have any thoughts in your head that are original, authentic, somebody's going to be fucking very upset with what you say somewhere. So if your fear is you don't want to make people upset, you might as well just end it now because it's impossible. It's either submit to the machine, support the current thing, do everything it wants, or we hate you. And we're going to say all these things, do all these things. Just embrace it. It's going to happen and it's going to come. And then and the, the, the bands of what's acceptable behavior are going to continue to squeeze smaller and smaller and smaller the rest of your life. It's not going to end with the passports, the vaccine. What, what's the next pandemic? Are we doing monkeypox? What about after that? What about after that? What about, uh, what about vaccine passports for grocery stores? What about government-issued permits to be outside for a limited amount of time? You got to apply to go outside for six hours this week? Is there going to be checkpoints everywhere to make sure everyone's tightly controlled? Is there going to be government-issued vehicles that have tightly controlled carbon uh, export limits on them to make sure nobody's polluting more than they should be? Is there going to be taxes for you know driving too much because of carbon pollution? Is, is it going to be $5 for gas? How much further is it going to go? Because you just got, you know... The master types running the world are fucking evil and they're just going to keep taking things from you. And if your entire mentality is, I don't want to make them upset, I'm just going to give them what they want. They want everything. They want everything. They want your life, your body, your soul, your children, your past, your present, your future. They, they don't. They're tearing down statues. They're tearing down statues and rewriting history before your eyes. They're rewriting the names of bridges and, and schools and parks. They don't even just want you now. They want old you. They want your grandparents' identities. They want your future. They want your children, your grandchildren. They want it all, and they'll fucking get it all if you don't say no. So you have to shed the slave mentality and say, I accept that it's going to be hard, and it's going to be shitty. Maybe, you know... You end up in jail, you end up dead. I don't know, but it's it's like th- your life is limited. It's finite. You're here one minute, you're gone the next. People die every day. It happens all the time. Maybe that's part of why, you know, I think this way because I've been around it so much. I've seen quite a lot of it in my time already. And it can just be like that and it's over. You don't have time to waste. It You don't. It could be over tomorrow. You could wake, it could be tomorrow morning. It could be something as stupid as you fall out of the shower and break your neck. You could choke on a bowl of cereal. You could get a headache, go to the doctor, you got a brain tumor, you'd be dead in four months. And oh, it'll later, I'll do it later, I'll do something later. There is no later, there's only right now, right now. There is no yesterday, there's no tomorrow, there's just what are you doing right fucking now? Every minute of your existence, every minute that you have an independent individual thought is the time to start saying, I'm I'm just going to do, I'm going to live my fucking life now. I'm going to do what I think is important, do what I want to do, do what makes me happy, and, and do what I think is good and right, and I really don't care what the consequences are. If there's, if there's negative consequences for you to, to, for you, if there's negative consequences to you doing the things that you believe in, and, and they're good, righteous things that you believe in, like, oh, I don't know, body autonomy, 
free speech, protecting children, the vulnerable, uh, speaking truth to power, opposing, you know, billionaire financial corporations that think they want to run the fucking planet on your behest. If there's consequences to that, I will accept them gladly because that's only an indication that I'm right and I'm fighting an evil system. If I wasn't, they would encourage me to do this and say, we welcome your criticism. We're un- it's unfortunate you feel this way. We would like to engage, you know, what, what can we do differently? Let's find out. Let's find out why these why are these people so frustrated? And that's what would have happened in Ottawa during the war demonstrations. All these people showed up, t- tens of thousands of people. Did anyone come out and ask what was wrong? What's the problem? Why do you guys feel this way? Sorry, let's find a... Co- no, they didn't. They beat you with guns and horses and tear gas grenades. Because they're evil. They're not interested in your point of view. They don't care about your suffering. They don't care. If all of you committed suicide tomorrow, there wouldn't even be a moment of silence. It'd be nothing. When's the last time you heard a politician in this country talk about how many people are committing suicide? Or how many uh, fentanyl overdoses are coming in from China? Or that the, rec- or the murder rate's at a record high? Everyone is doing worse than ever. My generation started... Grew up, and then before we were even out of high school, started with 9-11. And it's nothing but, been nothing but catastrophe after catastrophe after catastrophe since then. Why? Do you think this is random? This is accidental? Your, your freedom, your liberty, and your, your potential to have a good life has been shrinking every minute of the day for decades. And it's on purpose. Because there's financial incentives for certain people to do this. If they can get away with controlling you, they will. And so far they have. What's it going to be next? If, if enough, it doesn't even have to be everybody. Just enough. If enough people were willing to just do whatever it takes to not bend their will to something that demands, it demands your compliance and your obedience more than anything. Because if you haven't noticed, that, that's, that's how they win. That's how they really get you. They don't get you by physically... For, you, can, you can show up at gunpoint and roll a bunch of people up and put them in prison, but you didn't break those people. You had to imprison them by force under gunpoint and beat them and, and sedate and do all this. You had to, to beat them. But you didn't really beat them. All you did was contain them. You didn't beat them in, in here or in here. But that's what they want because that's the ultimate victory. They want you to submit on your own. They want you to crawl in on your hands and knees and beg for mercy and say, I'll do whatever you want. I'll believe in the system. I'll take your, your, your shit, your medications. I'll, I'll support the current thing. I'll do it all. Just leave me alone. I, I submit. I tap. I'm tapping out. That's what they want. They want that sweet, sweet tap out victory. Don't give it to them. And they can't win. If enough people don't give it to them, they can't win. That's when you say, if our resolve is infinite and their their ammunition is finite, they can't do this forever. We can. (laughs) We can. We can tell them to go fuck themselves forever. Eventually, they will, the bigger the control network and the the bigger the, uh, the power structure has to be, the more it costs, the more employees you need. I mean, it just gets more and more cumbersome and ridiculous the longer it goes on. Look how, look how much everything's falling apart already.
So I think if enough people individually could inspire themselves, and that's where you always have to start is with yourself. Inspire yourself. Don't try and worry about other people and what other people need to do. Nobody's not doing nothing. Are you an unstoppable fucking force yet or not? Are you somebody that's going to kneel? Are you going to fucking sit down? Are you going to yield when they come to your door with guns or whatever the fucking thing is? It's time for your fucking medicine, Billy. Are you ready for that? It's not going to be tomorrow, but it could be soon. It's almost like the end consequences, the, the end result is going to be what it is. But you get to choose how you, you know, conduct yourself and face that in the end. Do you want to go in there like a, you know, like a coward and, and, and oh, I'm, I'm sorry, don't hurt me. I'm just a good little slave. I away. <clears throat> or you can do the opposite. It's demoralizing and it works. Why do you think, why do you think the United States lost in, uh, you know, Vietnam, Iraq? You're fighting people who have an infinite resolve and are not yielding to you ever. They will make you kill everyone before they give you, the, before they submit willingly. They will never surrender. Nothing you can do. 20 years of that, you fucking run out of money and patience and time and you give up and you fuck off. And that's exactly what happened. Because as, as frustrating and as stressful and as shitty as this is for a lot of us, it's not easy for them either. And now they're at the point where there's angry mobs swarming these people in the streets, calling them traitors and communists and pieces of shit. And, you know, it's only going to escalate. You think they're stressed out now? CBC is hiring trauma therapists for its journalists because they're having such a hard time. They should be. They deserve to be, have, they deserve to be having a much harder time. Let's keep going. I don't need a therapist. This is my therapy. I'm doing just fine. You need a therapist, CBC? How many pills you on? Huh? Take some more. Your dick's not going to work? Take some pills for that. Gives you headaches? Take your pills for that. Makes you depressed? Well, you got other pills for that. Now you're tired all the time? We got some pills for that. You can't sleep? Take some more pills for that. You can't wake up? We got pills for that too. Just take all the pills. Do it. Take, take 15 subscri- uh, prescriptions. I want you to. I want you to. I want you to. I want you to descend into that nightmare of the pharmaceutical industry and medicine. I want you to feel that. I want you to experience that. I've been there. Oh, yeah. You want to have a fun time? Yeah, go to your therapist. Yeah. Go trust the science and do what the doctor says and take a whole bunch of fucking chemicals into your brain that no one even knows really what they do or what the long-term effects are. And, and statistically, end up, most people end up killing themselves anyway. Or try it try it out i want you to cbc i hope that the effects of your uh trauma therapy on uh all of the journalists are just as effective as they were on the military i hope so i hope they're even more effective how's that sound all right i read that one uh crisby he's sending the good vibes respect thank you very much sir satoshi ape and real donald t says did basic training in 77 holy uh, weakened war games and shit. Uh, loved the challenges, but didn't want to go to battle for a bunch of idiots in Ottawa. But sex, drugs, and rocked served some served same masters. Crisby again says, standing slow clap. Legendary stream the making. <laughs> Thanks, man. I thought it was a good... Uh, I thought it was, you know, something we talked about. And I'm like, that is a fucking... That's a huge... Uh, I can't remember who, what he said. It was Jung or... There's some old philosophist or psychiatrist or psychologist, somebody, but yeah, that's it. 
You're a slave or you're a master. That's it. You're an NPC or you're not. You make your decisions or you don't. You live your life for you or, or you, you don't. And that's really what it boils down to. You've, you've got a control complex system that is spending a crazy amount of money and time and energy and resources making sure you do what you're told. The worst offense you can do, the, the most offensive um, thing you can do to this machine is, is not obey it and not do what it wants. It infuriates it. Why do you think they attack you? You think it's a coincidence that all the free-thinking people and the people that reject this this modern uh, nightmare system we live in are all also being attacked and you know punished for it? There's no rewards here. Nobody's getting rich for this. You know, I live out of a backpack. I'm not kidding. Like I just I'm con- I'm never in the same place for very long. If you haven't noticed. Ferryman says it was Nietzsche. Oh fuck, of course. <laughs> he's the re- he's the resident uh resident smart guy. He's one of the only four people in Dagalon with a degree, I think. <laughs> that was a few other people who, who's yeah. TJ Jackson Reb, it was Nietzsche. He hated slave mentality, which he saw was trophies. Why'd you Deo Christian Yeah, that's right. They do. They do give you trophies. They give you gold stars and they give you little trinkets for your good behavior. And this pleases the slave and makes him very happy. It's pathetic. I saw a, uh, oh, was this one? This was Julie. Okay. Julie, Julie's so nice. She said it twice. <laughs> uh, Spook is going to bed. We're all going to bed here shortly. I think I uh, got most of this. I mean, look at this crap. Feds consider digital identity and facial, re- facial recognition for air travel. I mean... It's like, well, then what am I supposed to do? Don't fly. You don't want me to not fly anymore? That's right. But I have to for my job. Get a different one. Well, that's not easy. I didn't say it was. But the choice you have is submit to the machine or not. Do what it, do what it demands or not. If you can find a way to not do what it demands and maintain your integrity eventually it's going to run out of things to take away from you. If it has nothing left to take away from you and threaten you with, how the hell is it supposed to defeat you? This entire thing is predicated on fear. It's not going to be digital identity and facial recognition for the voluntarily, you know, the people that want to. It's going to be for everybody or else. Do what we want or you w- we won't let you do things. Fine. Fuck you. If enough people did that, the whole thing falls apart. The problem is mass civil obedience. The solution is mass civil disobedience. If enough people just stopped following the fucking rules, what are they going to, what would they do? What would they really do? If it became a mainline thing to do, cool thing to do is fuck the system. We're not doing any of this anymore. I'm not paying taxes. I'm not, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not doing that either. You got to get tested. Test this. Fuck you. I'm not doing that either. Well, we won't let you go on the bus. Then no one takes the bus. We'll all walk. We'll do whatever. We're not doing it. We're just not doing any of it anymore. You probably have this look on his face too. (laughs) What do you mean? Fuck you. Make me. 
You can't. You you can't. You literally can't. You would have to put some kind of microchip in my brain against my will and and control me like a robot for that to ha- function. And even then, even then, in that nightmare RoboCop esque scenario, you're still not really in control, are you? Because what you really want is possession of my soul, of my spirit. You want me to submit to you, and that's power. When the, when someone else submits to your will, that's real power. You ever read, uh, like, there's stories and stuff sometimes of one of these guys, I can't remember, was he in the States or Germany? I can't remember. Anyway, he would kidnap women against their will, rape them against their will, but eventually he psychologically broke them to the point that he would go out in public and go shopping with them and shit and take them to grocery stores and shit. They didn't run away. They didn't go for help. They didn't stab them the first chance they got. They went along with it. He broke them. They are his slaves, literally. They submit to him and they do what he wants. Isn't that fucked? I mean, that says everything you need to know about the human psychology. Enough fear and violence and intimidation. And most people will just... Eh. Uh, Walker, sometime, I, I can't remember who this guy was. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. He would send these women out and they would go get shit for him and bring it back to the house. Instead of going, you know, directly to the police station. Because it was just easier for them. They were broken mentally. They submitted to his will and now he owns them. And that's what's happening on a, on a bigger scale by the, by, you know, the machine, because it's just easier to say it that way. And it uses its usual minions. It uses the authoritarian puppets that it creates and places in positions of authority that people feel as though they're compelled to listen to them. They've got suits on. They've got nice teeth, nice hair. They've got TV cameras. People are holding flags. It looks very powerful and official. It's all very theatrical. We should listen to these people because they've got costumes on. And if that doesn't work, well, we've got the TV talkie box, we've got the news media people, there's graphics going by this way, and there's other shit going by that way on the top, and there's scary music, and there's a dangerous-looking graphic of something horrible happening, and this guy's looking right in your face and telling you what's going on. Oh, I better do what it says. If that doesn't work, we'll take your favorite sports ball people, your celebrity fan, whatever it is you're into, and they're going to tell you to support the current thing and do what the current thing demands. If that doesn't work, you like to escape, you want to, you're want you just going to play video games and hide, you're going to watch Netflix. Oh, don't worry, it's there too. It's everywhere. You think that's a mistake? You think it's an accident? This entire thing is designed for everyone to be and act and, and live a certain way. The certain way that is dictated from the top down. It's a pyramid scheme. All human uh, power structures are done that way. There's a very tiny amount of people at the top, maybe only just one in some cases, and at the bottom is the majority. And the closer you get to the top of the power pyramid, the shorter and smaller and thinner the ranks of the powerful get until you get to the very top. And it might just be one or two or, you know, maybe it's a fucking UFO spaceship. I don't know but it's pretty clear that this isn't our decision. This is not the people of the world's decisions to live this way. No one had a vote. There was no vote on any of this. You vote for suit dummy man versus other suit dummy man in a rigged election. And they all have the same policy decisions anyway. They all work for the same people anyway. They're at the World Economic Forum anyway. And they get in there and they act exactly the same as all the other ones. They say all the same things. They want all. They have all the same messages and all the same policies and all. And it's and it's just more and more and more down the same direction, the same path forever and ever. Amen. 
there were some glitches, some hiccups. There was a guy, what was his name? Kennedy something? Well, we shot him in the fucking face in the middle of the day in front of everyone. His brother too, we had to get that guy. He was a fucking, you know. Then there was that Reagan fellow. We fucking shot him too, but he lived, but he learned to shut up after that. And I think that was pretty much it. And then there was some cleanup jobs through the 90s and the 2000s. The, uh, you know. Oh, me and Hill Dog took care of that. We made sure those people never talked again. Um, you know. There was no vote. No one sat around and had, there was no public moratorium on, hey, here is an idea, people of the country, which will affect everyone that lives here. So it only makes sense that this radical new idea we should talk about openly. Let's talk about the UN Migration Replacement Pact. That's what it's called. Migration replacement. That's the actual fucking wording they use in this real UN document. And which is, of course, now a conspiracy theory, but it does exist. Hey, hey, let's import more people than we could possibly. Let's import more people than you could possibly imagine. So much to the effect that it actually demographically changes the culture and face of the country. Is anybody cool? Everybody cool with that? We're just going to assume that it is. We're just going to do it. Not ask anybody. Hi, what about this? Let's have uh, drag queen story time in schools. Let's have, uh, let's talk, let's teach six-year-olds about dildos and anal sex. Let's do that. Are we asking anybody? No, we're just going to do it. Hi, what about this? Let's send all of our money to foreign aid in countries nobody can even find on a map because there's no funding for our public schools. There's no real education in public schools. All the real education happens in private schools for rich people, which you don't go to. But I digress. We're going to send all of our money to all these other countries. We're going to fund a genocide, genocide in Yemen. We're going to get the Saudi Arabians are our tanks and our weapons. We're going to train their pilots or soldiers to kill these people in Yemen. We're going to support a genocide. Anybody care? Nope, not asking you. You're not in charge. Hi, let's go to Libya. Let's depose the fucking guy there. Let's create a natural disaster. Let's create a humanitarian disaster and have a uh, open slave market trading happening in Libya because we completely upset the natural order, killed everybody in charge and left it as a fucking nightmare. Why'd we do that? Well, that guy wanted to get off the US dollar and have a gold standard, but fuck him anyway. Uh, oh, you, were, you know, you're not voting on any of this. this is just things we're just going to do that are going to directly affect you hey let's print an insane amount of money more money than in both world wars combined let's print all that money out of thin air that you will pay for via inflation and taxes for the next lifetime and your kids for sure and we're not even going to spend it on you. We're going to give it to other countries, bureaucrats, top doctors, initiatives that go nowhere, black hole funding programs. We're just going to give it all the fuck away. We're going to mortgage your future, and we're going to give it all away. Hey, what do you think about that? You better not think anything about any of it, or you're a bigot. You're a racist. You don't get to have an opinion. You already did the voting. You voted for tyranny A or tyranny B, and it came in uh, B flavor. A for ass raping and B for bullshit. You you got bullshit tyranny. Maybe you can try ass raping tyranny next time. Or there's maybe tyranny C if you're lucky. Hey, would you like colonoscopy ass raping uh, tyranny? You could try that one. It's all they're just the same. It's different flavoring, but essentially it's the same thing. You voted for it. It's what you voted for. That not none of this was on your fucking platforms. None of this. And that's why they don't ask your opinion because you wouldn't vote for it. They just impose it on you. And they make you believe that, you know, 
It's the will of the people, I guess. Is it? It's a goddamn nightmare. Dirtbag Welder says, did you watch the Chappelle stand-up about the pimp book? <laughs> That's a good bitch, he says. No, I don't, I don't think I saw that one. Uh, Chappelle is awesome. Though. KMKP says, thank you for all you do. It doesn't get more real than this. I, I hope it does. I hope somebody is doing more than this, because we're, we're fucked. We're really, we're really, we're really in big trouble now. We're not, we're not doing great, kids. We're in, a, we're in trouble here. We're having a problem now. Oh, man. I think that's it. Where are we at? Are we getting close? We're, we're pretty close. We're pretty close to the end here. I started a little bit late because I had uh, the Tofu TV interview with Pete earlier. If you haven't seen that, tofutv.ca. Go check him out. Uh, this is open. I don't know what I'm going to use it for. Um, anyway. Uh, who's this? Cow punching dirtbag. <laughs> Some of the names you guys have cracked me up. Cow punching dirtbag. Not punching. Punching. With an N. Cow punching dirtbag. Your podcast makes this shit show tolerable. Long live Dagalon. Thanks, brother. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. And keep punching those cows. I don't care that you're a dirtbag. Cows are stupid. They're food. Cow, your only purpose is to eat grass, make milk, and get fucking dusted so I can eat a hamburger and a steak. That's your only... So shut up with your mooing. Um, and I'm glad... Or, you know, dirtbag's gonna punch you in your stupid cow face. And that's what you deserve. Because you're food. That's why you're there on four legs like an idiot walking around in a square too dumb to realize the fence isn't electrified. And if all you stupid cows put your weight into it, you could snap the fence and escape. But you won't because you're dumb because you're food. You're slaves. I am the master of you, cow. I control you. Yeah, that's what I thought. Shut up, Bertha. Birth me another meat cow. For I, for I finish you forever. Oh, man. And this, you know, the things I'm talking about and things that piss me off, and this is, this is the reason why. This is big reason why, anyway. That you don't see uh, published in too many places. It's, there's no public health crisis initiative about this. There's no support the current thing. There's no hashtag. There's no flags. There's no causes. There's no celebrities. Every once in a while, you might get a opinion piece by a random person in a magazine or something nobody's, nobody reads. Stephen Jones, it says, 56, is familiar with the belt tightening across uh, belt tightening choices many Canadians have had to make at the grocery store amid rampant inflation, swapping fresh vegetables for the frozen kind, giving up on baked bread and buying exclusively on sale. Lately, though, squaring the budget for Jones has meant going hungry. Sometimes by the end of the month, before we're getting to the due date for the money, I'm down to maybe just a very small meal once a day, he said. I'm almost on the verge of having to skip meals altogether. Jones, who gave a career in finance in his early 40s because of debilitating anxiety and depression, has been living on less than $1,200 a month for 15 years. He's among nearly 2 million Canadians who receive provincial or territorial social assistance benefits, which often provide incomes far below poverty levels and aren't indexed to inflation in most jurisdictions. There is a lot of people in this country that are not doing well, and no one is talking about it. Because the people that aren't the people that could talk about it and the people that it is affecting can't talk about it because they don't have a phone or the internet because they're fucking homeless and they live in tents somewhere. 
There was a bunch of them in one of the parks here that was out on the weekend. They had one of the rallies in Halifax, but the police made sure they went elsewhere. I don't care where you go. Just die somewhere else. Just go somewhere else and die, please. We don't like to look at you. It's gross. Obviously, there's cases of people where there's, you know, bad decision-making, you know, drug abuse and these kinds of things and, and reasons that their life spirals into the toilet. However, oftentimes it's bad luck. And it can happen fast. I know people, I've... They get in a bad injury, they can't rehabilitate, they lose their job, and they become addicted to opioid medication, you know, prescribed by the top doctors. All at the same time. Then they get a drug addiction, which consumes their life. They can't get a job because they're addicted to powerful painkillers and drugs. They eventually lose everything and end up on the street. And they're fucked. How did this happen? Well, we have a predatory system that preys on people is how it happened. And uh, nobody cares about them. Are they not Canadian citizens? They're not our people. Should we not help them? How is this helping them? Let's, uh, let's print money into infinity and strangle absolutely everybody but the super rich. Let's just look out for the super rich. Let's completely bankrupt and destroy the middle class, the lower class, the, and the people that are under the, the poverty line and underneath, they'll just fucking die. They'll just straight up die. Hey, we have medically assisted death now. You can, uh, you can apply to be uh, euthanized because you're too poor to live. That's the thing we do now here in Canada. Isn't that nice? Remember a couple of years ago, on the, or maybe it was last year, the tent city they had in Edmonton? I actually went and visited that place. <laughs> it was pretty big. It's going to get bigger. They're getting bigger. Where do you think these people are going? The fact that you've got people that are paid grotesque amounts of money. Hundreds of thousands. Of, they put, it puts them in the top one percentile of income in the country, to, to, to put it in perspective. Politicians, elected, elected politicians, make more money than 99% of everyone in Canada. Now, those people are going around campaigning saying they need more money from you, the poor people, so that they can pretend to care about stuff and live out their fantasy world dreams of pretending to argue about things that don't matter in a building far away that costs a ton of money that you can't go to because the people of the city are scared of noises. Meanwhile... All of, the, all of the people that are struggling and hurting the most will continue to be hurt and struggle more until they're dead, until they kill themselves or just succumb to their conditions because nobody really cares about them because we're talking about small peepee and all of these things. They don't give a shit. Because, you know why they don't care about those people? Because those people can't do anything for them. They don't have any money to suck out of their lives into this fucking machine anymore. They're used up. They... And I'm not saying this to be insensitive. I sympathize with these people. I, I hate seeing it. I'm seeing a lot more of it. Are you? People on the side of the road begging for money, asking for money, you know? Do you know what they are to the system? Not to me, to the system. Do you know what they are? They're the used rags that you blow your nose with and throw it away. It's used up. It's all done. Put it in the trash. I don't want to see it anymore. It's gone. It, it served its purpose. I've extracted as much value out of your life as I'm going to get. Now you're useless. Just go away. 
die. I don't care where you go. Just go away. When's the last time you ever heard any of these people talk about this situation? The exploding rate of homelessness and poverty in the country. Wait till it affects you. Then you're going to care. It won't ever affect these politicians. There'll always be somebody to pay their bills, and it's not the public. It's their billionaire owners. That's who's paying their bills. That's who pays for their campaigns. That's who gives them the super donations and pays for their, uh, you know, their campaign directors and their advertising. It's a facade. It's an illusion. It's a joke. They don't care to even tell the truth. The amount of money that these people waste and suck up and absorb just by fucking existing. How many people could you save with that? It's grotesque. It's grotesque to watch. And and that... Did I already close it down? I did. Turban boy... This pathetic, mealy-mouthed, lame, spineless piece of human garbage. That encounter should be, it probably won't be, but you never know. It should be an exclamation point and a real good reason for people to understand what is actually going on in this country right now. It's gotten so ridiculous that that guy's walking around with a $20,000 watch on in designer clothes. I think he drives a BMW if he doesn't have his driver driving for him. And when confronted in the street by a group of angry people who are probably very deeply affected by the policies he supports and implements, which is undercutting their very ability to fucking exist and live, when they confront him in the street and angrily express their frustrations that have been falling on deaf ears for years and years as their family and friends suffer and perish around them. You know what he does? He smiles and waves and doesn't even acknowledge their pain and frustration or existence. And then when he gets home, he makes a call to the police to prosecute those peasants for daring to challenge him in public. And and you want my money? And you want to smile and think you're a good person? You're as bad as they come. You're fucking pure evil. That's what it looks like. And complete and total indifference for the suffering of your fellow man that pays your salary to look out for him. You're not even just some rich guy that has nothing to do with the situation. You're one of the chief reasons why everything's going to shit. You're the reason why these people are suffering and you can't be bothered to acknowledge they exist. That's, that, is a, that is a new level of evil. That is special. That's a special kind. You hear that, Turban Boy? You're special. You're special. You're also very special. Suck my 
Thanks so much, guys. That's 2.37. I'm all done. I got to go. I got to go. There'll probably be an after show with the ferryman's toe. Hey, look at that. I'm almost as good as Eminem. I'm better than Eminem because I'm not a cucked out loser. I'm not a left-wing radical who's scared of uh, people saying no-no words at him. KMKP, TYZ49, Dirtbag Welder, Ferryman's Toll, Julie Mora, thank you very much. Chris Johnson, did I get that right? Jason, sorry. Thank you very much, sir. Satoshi 8, Real Donald T, Crispy, Angry Soldier 100, Sean M, Wiggling Shit, Sergeant Rock, Stew Shred, CRG, The Blue Taco, Sir Toast, NYC Bit, True FX, Anderson Paladin, Syrinx, Poop Up Ladder, Not Bennett, Not Andrew Bennett, Fisher of Men, Buy Seeds, BC Bigot, thank you, sir. Right there at the end of the line. Yeah. Blam's Pilot Mike. Frank Mack, Godzilla Unchained, The Blue Taco. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. And I'll probably, hopefully, be back Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. RagingDissident.com for all of these social media links and uh, what have you. It should be, because I think I got it fixed now. There it is. Down there, Telegram, t.me slash Ragingdissident for updates, showtimes, links, and whatever. Uh, it's all there. Uh, links to everything else are on the website. I think that's it. I think we're good. Did I miss anything? Stalin needs to die. He's horrible. We're going to dig him up and kill him again. Death to Stalin. He's terrible. Um, and pedophiles, too. They're, they've got to go. They've all got to go. Rainbow Six. We're coming for you. I would sign up for that job. <laughs> oh, mama. Job stipulation. You're, and Rainbow Six is only allowed to use melee weapons. That's the rule. You can only use handheld Blood, swords, maces, medieval weaponry, blast, brass knuckles, whatever you want. But it, it can't, no firearms. Just to make it spicy. Cheers, guys. That's it. Thanks for me, and I'll see you next time. Uh, cheers. Go, Pat! Six Emperor Tyrannus, as always. I appreciate you, and I'll see you next time. Take care of each other. Peace out. I knew you'd have a good time with it, Phil. Well, I, I, I thought for sure you would have something to do with it. I would nominate you as, as CEO, the, the chief executive officer, the commanding officer, the Lord Emperor of, you know, whatever, of, of, of Rainbow Six. Yes. I, I, that's technically a melee weapon. It, can you eat someone's face? Yeah, I, Yes. Yes, that's preferred. Buy it right now. Yeah, that would be great. That'd be insane. That'd be like the devil's rejects. Remember when he cut the guy's face? That's where you were thinking too. Yeah, that was nuts. Cut the guy's face off? That was insane. That sends a message though. You know what I mean? Like that really, uh, that makes you rethink your life choices, right? If you're on the wrong team, you're like, dude, they got a goat that cuts people's faces off and eats it. Like... <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll do I'll, this. Will do. I'll, I'll approve this on like the black budget, but I, I can't be seen to publicly support this, or I don't know. I might lose some votes with the. Uh... Ah, there's certain factions of people that are sensitive to. They don't like to see animals committing war crimes. You know, it just. 
it's bad for the vegetarians. I mean, yeah, I know we don't really. I'm not, no, no, no. I, I just, I just don't want to. Phil, it's bad enough. I'm going to let you eat people's faces while they're alive, okay? At least do me the courtesy of not making this a public thing. It'll just happen. And you know what? I think it'd be more powerful this way. It's like rumors, black budget. No one knows if it's true or not. Every once in a while, there's a YouTube video about a guy who used to have a face. You know, no, everyone, it's on 4chan. No one knows if it's real or not. There's a certain allure to that. It's like Batman. You could be Dagalon's Batman. And instead of... Uh, solving crimes and locking up supervillains, you eat the faces of sex criminals. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I've heard, you've had, we've definitely both had worse ideas, Phil. 